Welcome. Welcome to the Writer's Room. We're back with another episode of reading a script. That's what we do here. We read scripts. So if you would like to read more scripts with me, come in, join, hang out. Hey, Mick. Hey, Mickey. How you doing? Got alert, but intrigued by the title. Everything, everyone, all at once is one of my faves. Yes, it, it is mine as well. I absolutely love this film. Glad to see you stop by. How, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Yeah, keep lurking. You're all good. Uh, what we do here is read scripts. Damn, he's live. What up, Nemo? How you doing? Uh, we read scripts, and uh, I just so happen to have this. Ooh, my friend Jamie got me this. Ooh, this is the actual script of the film. The shooting script. And I have this on uh, screen as well. Wow, yes. It's very cool. And uh, at one point, I will show a uh, a scene and compare it to it. So, yeah. So, we do this occasionally. <laughs> I would say every week, but no. We try to. I uh, flip around. See, the thing is, I wasn't going to do this. Because I did Moonlight and I had a book with it. And I didn't know how that really played out. Uh, yeah, we upload everything to YouTube and Spotify after. Um, let's see. I was going to hold off because I didn't want to do another book one, but yeah. But hey, this is a great time to do it. Um, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, right? I hope I'm correct. I, I think I, I think I is. I, did I just say I think I is? I'm stu I'm a little stupid. I apologize, but hey, what better way than to read the best picture winner? Take a look. Take a gander. Where is this? There we go. Let's take a gander. Everything, everywhere, all at once. What did it win? Oh my god! Now I'm too dark. God damn it! I don't. Okay, here we go. All right, so. Incredible film, won many Oscars. My favorite film of last year. And I saw it on my birthday last year. Oh, fuck. I loved it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go to Letterboxd. <laughs> he watching Paw Patrol. All right. Uh, let's see. Profile, favorite films, everything, everywhere, all at once. How many times? Did... I think you're correct. I'm... Asian Pacific Islander, I forget sometimes. Okay, thank you. Uh, how many times did I watch this film? I do have the DVD here as well. I've watched it six times. Oh, that's a cute little thing. Little little googly eye. That's very cool. Very cool. So I watched this film six times. And each time I rate it four and a half. Alright, so... I kind of want to explain my ranking system with uh, Letterboxd. So... Five stars, masterpiece. Literally nothing wrong with it. Four and a half stars, near masterpiece, just like one criticism. My only criticism is it goes on a little too long. It goes back and forth at the end. But hey, I still absolutely love this film. It's my favorite of last year. Um, <laughs> My stupid reviews. Everything, all of it, everywhere was incredible. Breathtaking, astounding, amazing, fresh, original, perfect, all at once. Maybe twice, perhaps thrice. Potentially force. Definitely at least fifths. I don't know what I was saying. Still perfect. Should have cut a few things, but mostly perfect. This moved exactly what I wanted to wanted and more. 
literally perfect for me so much emotion comedy fighting passion absolutely i adore this film um if you guys know me and know my films oh one second that's why what the hell is that bastard um if you know my films mild my film mild I don't want to spoil what scene I'm going to show you. Hey, Papa, how you doing? Uh, YouTube Studio. Fuck it, I don't care. I'll show you. Um, Spider-Man 2. Just upload it. It's not doing too hot. Oh, well. Um, Mild. Yes, that is it. Here it is. Mild. Great film. Well, I <laughs> said great film. <laughs> I I won't judge how it is. It it is a very good film that I uh, I adore. Um, so this film is about going to sleep, traveling dimensions. What are your dreams like? Dream walking, you know, all that, and it explores like what people are thinking about their insecurities, things they wish they could have done differently. So yeah, that is a short film that I've done, and that's kind of what i had the idea of for everything everywhere everything everywhere all at once and then they actually did the film i'm like god damn it <laughs> uh this film was exactly what i envisioned but more so it's like damn <laughs> i wanted to flesh out this entire thing to make it awesome big grand but the daniels did it perfectly was that a, I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I got off track. I was gonna tell you my ranking systems. So five stars masterpiece, four and a half, um near masterpiece. There's like one or two things that I didn't like about it. And for this, the ending should have wrapped up a little bit quicker and I didn't like the back and forth. So four stars, great film. I will go back and rewatch it. Three and a half. I may go back and rewatch it. I did enjoy it enough. Three, perfectly fine film. I, I had a good time with it. Uh, nothing too special, nothing too great. Not, not bad at all. So yeah. Two and a half. Maybe I'll give it another shot, but I didn't really enjoy it that much. But I see potential. Two stars. Meh. Fine. I probably won't ever watch it again. Star and a half. Bad. I did not enjoy it and I will never watch it again. One star. Absolutely horrific. I want to forget it. If I give it a half star, <laughs> I absolutely despise it. Hold on. Can I see? I'm going to see. There are only two films I never gave a star to. That's how bad they were. And they are both Cats 365. I'm not sure which one. I think it was the last one. It was so bad. Uh, rating. Let's see. What's less than half a star? Mission Impossible 2. House Party. Ugh. House Party. I only gave a star for Kid Cudi. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, some bad here. Spider-Man Far From Home. People will enjoy it. You can enjoy it. I digress. Speaking of, I said I digress a lot. I think last episode... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's whatever. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I'm back. All right, so let's stop gilly gagging. That the wait, you're a champion for finishing cats. I unfortunately watched cats three times. The first one was in theaters. I absolutely hated it. I despised it. Second time was a commentary track. I watched uh, pretty much it with it. They do commentaries. It was it was fun. It was funny. Um, the third time, I did a <laughs> a horror trailer for the film, so I had to go through it and watch it again. I edited it. It was just whew, so bad. I didn't even edit it correctly. I just did it in like less than an hour. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> cats. Oh. Let's go from one of my least favorite movies to my favorite movies. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. We do have the script up. Well, whoopsies. Shall we get into it? So we're just going to read it. And then when we get to the scene, I will show you the scene comparison. And we can uh, talk about it. Now, I think I'll, uh, since my friend Jamie got me this, who was on the Final Destination episode, I'm going to read a little bit from here and look up as well. You guys can read along with me. So, let's get started with everything, everywhere, all at once. How long was that intro? Okay, not that long. Probably about 10 minutes. Okay. Written by Daniel Kwan and Dan Daniel Schnart. I love the Daniels. If you haven't checked it out, check out Swiss Army Man. Fucking love that. Thank you. Thank you. That might happen a lot, unfortunately. I will close my window, but it's very hot. It's nearly 80 degrees. Or is it like 84. That's what I said in my car when I was driving earlier. Anyway, let's get into it. Apartment. Dining room, living room, nights. Around mirrors sitting on a cluttered vanity. Disco lights flash across the clutter. We hear the opening bars of karaoke music. Woo. Begin opening credits. Through a hazy mirror, we watch as a Chinese family of three, the Wangs, sing karaoke together. They can't agree on a song, but they settle on Barbie Girl by Aqua. Aqua. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I hope you guys are excited for Barbie <laughs> going up against Oppenheimer. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go see that. <laughs> uh, the fucking total whiplash of this is gonna be hilarious. I don't know what to see first Barbie or Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> but going from one to the other is just going to be so weird. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Okay. They're awkward, off pitch, but it's sweet. A brief snapshot of happiness. Then, like a flip of a switch, snap! Evelyn Wang bursts into the room. A 55-year-old Chinese woman in an oversized t-shirt. Streaks of gray in her hair. Thin, outdated designer glasses. Tiny dining room tape. A t the tiny dining room 
is overpopulated with workout equipment, self-help, and inspirational business books. An old TV playing a Chinese soap opera. A live security feed for the laundromat downstairs. A rice cooker spewing steam. And a, a microwave. One minute to go. Still a life of chaos. Evelyn sits and looks down at years of tax documents. Old receipts. Picking up one of the receipts, she decides which pile to place it on. Oh. She changes her mind. A hose is a receipt in the air, frozen by indecision. A hand enters frame and grabs hold of the receipt and playfully throws it into the pile. Waymond, Evelyn's husband, in transition gl lens glasses and an ill-fitting polo shirt, smiles down at her. Note, Chinese dialogue will be italicized, and the random pieces of Brooklyn English will be bold for examples. Okay, so, yes. They do speak Chinese quite a bit in this film. Of course, they are a Chinese family. Why wouldn't they speak Chinese? So, I don't speak Chinese. I'm just going to read the, the uh, English. All right. Just wanna, I just want to put this up real quick so you can see it in the corner at the corner of the screen. Anyway, no, don't even ask. I know better than I ask to help you, but it's now a good time to talk about something else. Nervously cl clutches some paperwork with colored tabs poking out. I'm listening. Talk. Evelyn grabs the papers, but he quickly snatches it back. I know you aren't. Just let me know. When would be better? The rice cooker beep, beep, beep. Without really taking her eyes off her work, she opens the rice cooker, stirs the steamy rice before shutting it and getting back to work. Hello, Scott. Welcome in. Thank you for hanging out. We are reading Everything All at Once. It's one of your favorite movies ever. I, I agree with that. I love this film so much. The editing, the writing, the acting, cinematography, story. Oh my god, everything. Everywhere. All at once is just perfect. I was gonna ask what I what I called it, but ah, whatever. What I said in my review, but I gotta open that all up and blah 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 blah. Later. Maybe. I need to finish this before my father wakes up. Go steam the tablecloths for tonight. And paint over the ceiling water stain. Gets a text message on her laptop. The sound of a pot boiling pot of water boiling over in the kitchen. Already did. Also, I just talked to Byron about tonight. The men's choir have a very fun surprise for noodles. Put in the noodles. So we'll talk later. Like this afternoon after our appointment. Five minutes. What? Check the pot in five minutes. My father hates overcooked noodles. And which paint did you use? The white paint. As Wayman steps back in, Evelyn slams down the calculator. We have two different white paints. One for the apartment and one for the laundromat. It has to match or else. Shh, 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 shh. Hey, calm down. Wayman turns her chair towards himself. I know you want everything to be perfect for your father's party, 
but he's going to see that you've nurtured a happy family, a successful business. You know that's not what my my father is going to see, but it's what you and I see, right? Oh, I love Wayman. Such a sweetheart. Oh, Wayman's amazing. One of my favorite characters. Probably if ever. Probably ever. Evelyn begins to relax into Wayman. She looks around the room and doesn't see much to be proud of. It's interesting to see the script as it was before minor onset changes. I don't remember them picking out the Barbie girl as a karaoke song. Yeah, it's um it's very cool. Very uh very interesting to see like the changes between the script and the film. And uh I do check it out a lot of times. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh film. And I did wonder like how do they translate this from script to screen because there's a lot of editing a lot of quick cuts a lot of different settings so we're gonna get into the craziness of that later on see like what do they change what do they keep this is a shooting script that uh i did get this from a24 they uploaded it and i thought it was fucking amazing and I have not read any of the script yet, so I just want to read it. All right. Evelyn begins to relax into Wayman. She looks around the room, but doesn't see much to be proud of. Little Evelyn, Evelyn. Yeah, I can see the script already visually represents the chaos by its formatting. Yeah. Also, this is a lot. It's a lot quicker than what I'm reading, so I apologize for that. Too late, he's awake. A buzzer. Evelyn turns to the security feed. It sees two girls waving at the camera. The microwave beeps. Joy is here? He's at the table. He's probably hungry. I'll get the door. Okay, we can talk later. She's already out the door. Women's sighs. Typical. Flips over papers. Petition for dissolution of marriage. Divorce papers. Oh, no, 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 no. And hear the pot boiling over again. Waiting by the door, Joy Wang, 20s, sporting a worn-down hoodie and stoic, blank expression. Stares into a tumbling laundry machine with unfocused eyes. It's hypnotic. And grabs her shoulder, pulling her in for a big kiss, snapping Joy out of her daze. It's Becky... Sturger? I, I do not remember her last name. I don't think they ever said her last name. They just said Becky, so... Uh, sorry, I don't know how to say her last name. Becky, Joy's, Joy's girlfriend. She holds Joy close. Thanks for doing this. Joy rolls down Becky's sleeves to cover up her tattoos and parts her hair to hide her side shave. Look really pretty right now. Oh, you like this hot Mormon look? I'm just telling you now, in case my mom says you're fat or whatever. Joy points out her nose, indicate Becky misses spot. Becky inverts her septum piercing up to her nose. You said she says shit like that means she cares, right? My mom is going to be extra caring now that Gong Gong's here. She literally hasn't spoken to us in decades and suddenly shows up. Suddenly, door opens. Evan looks from Joy to Becky with a noticeable pause on Becky. Hey, Mom. Hi, Evelyn. 
I only made enough food for three people. I have to cook more. Without waiting for a response, she is already up the stairs. Nailed it. Evelyn comes running up the stairs. Wayman is halfway through setting the table. It's Joy. And she brought Becky. Remember we told Mr. Miss G Deidre? Joy will come to avoid any more miscommunication, so Becky is gonna is going to help watch Gong Gong. Before Evelyn can object, Becky and Joy are in the doorway. Hi, Mr. Wang. Becky, call me Wayman. Thank you for coming. Sit down. Eat. Evelyn hands Joy a stack of bowls and beckons her into the kitchen. She sloppily strains the noodles before haphazardly dumping in soy sauce, chopped scallion, and sesame seeds. Aya. Overcooked. You know, he doesn't have to stay. Ooh, Becky. Becky's a she, Mom. You know, I always mix up the words. He, she. In Chinese, there's only one word. Ta. I... Sorry, I apologize for this. So, so simple. The way you two dress, I don't think I'm the only one calling him he. I mean, her, him. Anyways, our English is fine. We have Google. Okay, <laughs> it's because I have a Google Nest, so I was making sure that it did turn on. Um, all right. You stay with Gong Gong. She can go. I'm sure she is very busy with her full-time job. Evelyn takes the entire pot back to the dining room. Joy follows, still holding empty bottle, empty bowls. I honestly think it's weird, but. Becky wants to help, Mom. She used to volunteer at a nursing home with the church or whatever. I always learn something when I'm hanging out with the elderly. Old people are so wise. It's okay. We'll take Gong Gong to the meeting. You and Becky stay and decorate. Does your father even know you're being audited? Where is he? When can I meet him? Ever Evelyn thinks about this. Clearly uncomfortable. A buster goes off. Evelyn looks up at the security camera to see a customer is waiting downstairs at the counter. Eat fast. She's out the door. Joyce shakes her head, frustrated. Evelyn rushes down the stairs with Joy falling behind. Mom, wait. Wait, wait. Today, no time for wait. They go through the door through the adjoining laundromat. Evelyn weaves through the laundry cart to customers. We now see Evelyn's laundromat at, is as electric as she is. An old arcade cabinet, a TV playing with old musical, signs advertising wash and fold, alliterations, and even singing lessons. Joy, any other day, I beg that you come and eat or call me or anything, but today, very busy. Evelyn spots the water stain that Wayman attempted to paint over. It's clearly a different shade of white. Mom, this is what it's always like. Look, I know you haven't always liked Becky, but I, I like Becky. She's very nice, but you are very lucky. Your mother is open to you dating a girl, a white girl. But Gong Gong, oh wait, oh, okay, here's a little thing. I think she says she's Hispanic. She's Hispanic, not, she's not white. Put this down for now. There's a little difference, a little subtle difference. I don't think his heart can take that. Especially after that flight. Coming all the way over from China. 
just to die like that? Mom, he's not going to die. Joy follows Evelyn behind the front desk to which is cramped with sewing machines, piles of laundry. A customer is relatively with a relatively big nose and a baby carriage is impatiently waiting. Welcome, how can we help you? Oh, she says, wow, what a big nose. Welcome, how can we help you? Debbie the dog mom. That's her name. Okay. They never actually say her name, so I actually didn't know. Um, I wanted to see my clothes already. I called three times and ticket, please. Frustrated customer begins to rummage through a purse. Joy peeks into the carriage, but is momentarily horrified, horrified to find a fat, snoring French bulldog instead of a baby. It's not a French bulldog. Pretty sure it's a chihuahua? No. I forgot what, what kind of dog it is, but it's not a French bulldog. The tiny dog. <laughs> oh my god, in the scene later. It's hilarious. Alright. Evelyn snatches it out of her hand and heads to search through piles to pick up laundry. Mom, we've been together for three years. Don't you think Gong Gong would want to know? Of course, just not now. Let him enjoy his party tonight. Think Becky's going to make it through an entire party without introducing herself to Gong Gong? Have you met Becky? Does she have work? You got a Pomeranian. Oh, okay. Thank you. It was a Pomeranian. Yes, yes. She got someone to cover for her. Is that not okay? Evelyn, my bell. Guess who? Guess who's twenty got eaten by the machine again? It's Rick, a chipper older white regular, who comes in a little too regularly. Without missing a beat, Evelyn picks up a baseball bat and uses the handle to thump a dented air vent onto the ceiling. In the ceiling. Wayman, more customers need help. Evelyn, you know my wife, God rest her soul, used to wear that same exact perfume. I'll see you at the party tonight. Rick playfully pulls out a party inv invitation from his pocket. Used to his come-ons by now, Evelyn smiles in approval. Spots Wayman and Becky. You move our customers' clothes. 032 is missing. Sorry, it was too crowded. I moved, the, I moved some upstairs. I think clothes are happier there. Becky looks at Joy, who gives a mock thumbs up. Evelyn and Joy re enter the apartment. Hanging precariously from a shelf on a security cam TV are some clothes wrapped in plastic. With two googly eyes and a sharpie drawn smile. See, that's not it. There was no smile. See, they're happy here. I told you to take down all the Google eyes before tonight. No more Google eyes. Can we talk about? Evelyn begins ripping the googly eyes off. Your father, after all this time, I still don't know, understand how his brain works. Hey, Becky, come or Stop changing the subject. You know, with our auditor, he, she's a terrible person. Targeting Chinese in the community. After a two-year meeting, she puts a, a line on our laundromat. And you know what our what your father does? He brings, brings her cookies. Crazy person. Meanwhile, at the security camera feed, we see Wayman's head fall forward and lift up again. Ooh, here we go. He looks around the store. Suddenly, very alert, he beelines it towards a supply closet as if he's a spy movie. 
He's in a spy movie. He begins stuffing random objects into Evelyn's purse and his fanny pack. Every day here's a battle. I fight, I fight for all of us. Everything I do, I try to make things simpler, easier. But your father, Wayman resumes his position by the coin machine, gives Rick an awkward smile before his head knocks forward again. Then he wakes up, a little disoriented. Continues hitting the coin machine. What? Sometimes I wonder how he would have survived without me. Okay. Guys, stay hydrated during this, you know? We're reading a lot. We're talking a lot. Stay hydrated. Very good. Very good. Very good. We're only 11 minutes into the film. Probably quicker because, you know, quicker cuts and all that. Evelyn watches Wayman and security monitor as they playfully mock dance with the coin machine. Ignored again, as usual, Joy grits her teeth. Evelyn enters as Wayman reaches behind the machine to unplug it while laughing with Rick. Joy returns as well and storms over to Becky. Evelyn, you have to see Rick dance. Look, he knows all the moves. He gestures to the TV, still playing an old musical. As the two lovers on the screen dance through orchestral music, Rick follows in time. Wayman claps. Did you know Rick is in community theater? He wants to be an actor like you did. Maybe you can audition too. Evelyn watches the screen as, her, as the lovers dance, sing, and circle one another. They move in for a kiss. A flash of longing comes across her face, snaps out of it, and hands Wayman the dog mom's laundry. Give this, to, give this to the customer with the big nose. How much you lose? 20, but I take tips. Meanwhile, Becky is trying to calm Joy down. I don't know how, I don't know how to be any fucking clearer. You can choose. You come to the party with me. Gong Gong is eternally ashamed till he forgets it all happens at all. That he dies or we don't come. Gong Gong is proud of mom until he forgets it all and then he still dies. Evelyn gasps and shoots Joy a horrified look. Joy's face falls. I didn't mean that. It's a joke. Not a very funny joke. Hey guys. Becky is looking at something behind all of them. Joy sees it too. Evelyn angrily rummages to her purse. Jo Mom? I was going to say Joy. Joy says Mom. Mom? Wayman sees it now and freezes. Evelyn pulls out a $10 roll, $10 roll of quarters and hands it to Rick. It's $10. I thought two people were very good at math. Whoa. Okay. Jesus. Come on. Evelyn... I'm going to give you the rest of it with interest. You'll need it. Actors are very poor. <laughs> well, shit. Now, pay the writers. I understand why they went on strike. See? Yeah, great films like this, and then, yeah. You don't fucking pay your writers? Fuck your Disney Plus show. Kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So you still hire me. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway... Evelyn is started by her volume. She finally turns. See the white hair. You see the white wispy hair on the back of an old man's head. He is hunched over in his cane, wearing a white undershirt and slippers. This is Gong Gong. He stands by the stairwell with confused, wet eyes. Bye bye. 
How did you get down here? Where's Preface? Everyone looks at Wayman, who obediently runs upstairs. Gong Gong watches Wayman go with a clear look of contempt. Baba, you remember Joy? Joy awkwardly approaches. Becky stands behind her, excited. Gong Gong, hello. How was your twip? Did I say twip? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> what a. Because I was looking at the next word, wah. <laughs> Twip. Gong Gong, hello. How was your trip? Wow, her Chinese is getting worse every time we talk. Evelyn eyes Becky, who is slowly approaching Gong Gong. Joy watches Evelyn and watch Becky. Joy tests the water. Gong Gong, this is Becky. Becky is my. How do you say it again? Shit. I mean, crap. She is my Gong Gong because stare at Becky. Evelyn interrupts. Good friend. Becky is a very good friend. Mom! What? Joy glares at Evelyn, about to unload everything she wants to say, but she hesitates. Becky smiles, unaware. Ah, big nose! Evelyn spots Debbie, the dog, mom leaving. She grabs the laundry and rushes out the door. Joy grabs Becky and heads for the exit. Um, okay, it was nice to meet you. Hey, we're no green night right now. Wayman comes back with noodles to see Gong Gong standing alone in the room. Gong Gong spits on the ground. Debbie the dog mom loads her mom. Lo Debbie the dog mom loads her dog into the car and shuts the door. As Evelyn arrives and hands her the laundry. Took you long enough. Takes the coat and looks it over. Evelyn watches Joy and Becky head to their car. Give us five stars, please. Give us five stars, please. Are you serious? So we have a Chinese New Year party tonight. Open to all customers in the community. Please, please come and enjoy the nice music and food. Let me get an invite. One moment. Joy, wait. Okay. Hmm. It's not like confrontational or anything. Just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Give me that shit. I'm leaving. She's not confrontational. Doesn't say, like, took you long enough, or are you serious? He leaves the customer dumbfounded. Joy has one foot in the car. Evelyn falters. What? I just wanted to say. Try to eat healthier. You're getting fat. Becky looks from Joy to Evelyn. No response. Joy shakes her head and shuts the door. Evelyn turns and walks back into the laundromat. Evelyn patiently stands with her father as it takes one small step at a time up the stairs. For the first time, we get a sense of how exhausted she is. Back at her table, Evelyn tries to finish her taxes while Gong Gong loudly slurps on noodles beside her. Her eyes are drawn up to the wall in front of her. Family portraits, report cards, children drawings. She sees an old childhood photo of Joy smiling back at her. She is surrounded by the chaos in her apartment, frozen, holding a receipt. What are you doing? What is wrong? We hear deep rumbling sound. It's in her head and her soul. Title. Part one. Everything. Evelyn drives her laundry delivery van and converted RV filled with racks of clothing. 
and bags of laundry, Wayman is carrying a Tupperware full of cookies. Looking out the window, Gong Gong sits in the back, muttering in his sleep. We have to go. We have to go. The Japanese are here. Oh, uh oh. Ah, damn it. I just think of Jotaro saying he hates the Japanese. He'll never forget the Japanese. Ah. JoJo's reference. I don't. Sorry. That's not Jotaro. It's Joseph. I'm stupid. Anyway, I digress. Evelyn turns on the radio. Evelyn and Wayman walk in together, pushing a half-asleep Gong Gong in his wheelchair through security. Where are we? This is, um... Our business is... So busy, we are applying for a new business license so we can expand. Wayman is shocked by a blatant lie. Oh, another laundromat. People always have dirty clothes. It's nice to feel needed. Gong Gong's eyes are closed. He's trying to sleep. Crisis averted. Wayman's eyes... Wayman eyes an elderly couple in front of them. They are holding hands. Adorable. The couple stops by the restrooms. She hands him her purse. They kiss before she enters. Double adorable. Wayman looks at Evelyn in her own world. I was thinking maybe after all this is done, we can go on a trip and more. I have to think about one more thing today. My head will explode. Wayman grimaces and say nothing. They enter the elevator. The doors close. Wayman's head snaps forward again. Pulls out a compact umbrella from his oversized fanny pack. Pulls it and opens it up. Covering the security camera in the corner. What are you? You may be in grave danger. There's no time to explain. Hold this. He shoves the umbrella into her hands. Pulls two outdated Bluetooth earpieces. Places one in each of Evelyn's ears. Gogog snores. Pay attention. When we leave this elevator, you can either turn left towards your scheduled audit appointment, or you can turn right and go into the janitor's closet. Do not go into the janitor's closet. Why would I go? Don't be stupid. Why would I go? Not now. Alright, so there's two different Waymans now. There's regular Wayman and there's Alpha Wayman. And I'm sure this is going to get a lot more confusing later, but yeah. He shuffles through his bag and pulls out the divorce papers. Primarily ignoring their contents, begins rapidly writing on the back. Breathe in. I want to feel a slight pressure in your head. Presses a button on his phone. Status bar labeled alternate life path scan begins to go from zero to 100%. Please downloading these apps on my the Bluetooth devices turn a bright burning red and our eyes shoot wide open. A bright light spills between the cracks and the elevator doors and she breathes in. Ding. The camera pushes through the elevator doors. We see two legs extend from either side as men in medical scrubs. Face masks beckon us all in. We hear a baby cry. The camera turns to see Father Gong Gong who can't hide his disappointment. I'm sorry, it's a girl. Oh, fucking asshole. Ding, little Evelyn is chasing behind two young boys running with sticks in their hands. Evelyn! Camera. Evelyn looks up at disapproving Gong Gong 
been downed on our own two sticks. Two boys run ahead. Ding! Little Evelyn is sketching the back of a boy's head in class. It's a young wayman. Hey, that's pretty good. She hides the drawing. Ding! Evelyn on the porch beside Wayman, now in his 20s. Can't you see how wonderful it would be? We can make it our own way. Please, come with me. Back in the elevator, Evelyn watches, overwhelmed. Ding! Evelyn looks out, taxi window, at her crying mother, and through the window we see Gong Gong's stoic stare. If you abandon this family for that silly boy, we will abandon you. Oof. Ah, so sad. And that is part of the theme with this film. Parents. Oh, you'll see. Well, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. Parents' expectations. Putting their burdens on their children. Ding. Evelyn kicks open the door of their empty apartment. It's small, but it will do. They turn on the lights to the old run-down laundromat. Ding. Evelyn stares at the laundry tumbling like a tiny black hole. Beautiful, beautiful. Ah, it's me again. Wondering when you'll call back. Oh, damn. Ooh, we got a bunch more. Ding. Evelyn sits at the front desk. Customers zip in and out in a time lapse. She has a sudden urge to vomit. Ding. Uh, Evelyn finishes throwing up in the sink, holding her belly. Looks up at Wayman. Something ignites at her. Ding. Pregnant elephant. I've got to stop saying ding. <laughs> Pregnant elephant ha happily wallpapers the wa laundromat. Evelyn sinks baby joy to sleep. See, look all these dings. Ooh. Evelyn chases little joy around the laundromat with a broomstick. Teen Joy slams on the front door, slams the front door in Evelyn's face. Evelyn and Joy parked on the side of the road, a brooding tension. Mrs. Wang, we're calling about your father. Evelyn is now standing outside her laundromat with a few suitcases and Gong Gong sitting in the wheelchair, looking clearly disappointed. Ooh. Evelyn sorts tax receipts earlier today. Joy shuts the car door on Evelyn. Wayman sighs as they enter the elevator. The elevator door closes and Evelyn blinks. She's back. She exhales. Shell shocked. Oh, oh God. Wayman shows the papers he was writing on her into her hands. The moment you are situated in your meeting, follow these instructions. But remember, no one can know. Don't even talk to me about this, because I won't remember. But I... He shushes. Places a hand gently on her cheek. Evelyn shrivels under intimacy. Phone beeps. Closes the umbrella, shoves everything into his bag, strikes a natural pose. Talk to you soon. His head goes limp. Ding! The elevator doors open. Women's head lifts up, and he looks around disoriented. Wow, what a fast elevator. Walks out, pushing a snoring gong gong, leaving Evelyn, grasping for an understanding. As she exits, her gaze lingers on the janitor closet to her right. The back of the crumbled instructions lay in Evelyn's hand under the desk. First line reads, switch shoes to the wrong feet. Mrs. Wang, are you with us now? Evelyn hides the instructions in her lap 
looks up. Deirdre Atkins, a frumpy woman in a cheap suit, is poking at her calculator with one hand and squeezing hand grip strengthener in the other. Of course, I am here, just thinking. Really frustrated, Deirdre takes a big bite from one of Wayman's cookies and chases it with a protein shake. And points at a receipt with a big red sticky note on it. I asked if you could explain this. The receipt. My receipt. What are we talking about? Not always daydreaming. Gong doesn't understand, but he could sense the meeting going poorly. I'm just hoping you can enlighten me on how, as a laundromat owner, a karaoke machine would constitute as a business expense. I'm a singer. What? It's true, she has a beautiful voice. Sing a song for her. Deirdre scoffs and shuffles through a pile of forms. That won't be necessary. But I will need a separate Schedule C for each of these businesses. Because based on what you're trying to deduct, it looks like you're also a novelist, a chef, a... Last time you told me... Up, up, up. Let me finish. A teacher, a singing coach, uh... Things are speaking discernibly. Now these are what I mentioned earlier, you know, I said past lives, what could have been like if she didn't give up on dreams and all that. This is this is foreshadowing some of the stuff that she will be doing in the alternate universes. Frustrated. Evelyn fakes a smile towards Gong Gong, nodding along as she glances down to her shoes. She slips them off and switches them to the wrong feet. The next instruction reads, close your eyes, imagine you're in the janitor's closet. Get the smell out. Do not. No, don't step in that mop water. Do not. Evelyn scoffs at the absurdity, but she closes her eyes. We see an imagined POV at the closet door. Yes, and Evelyn staring at the TV drama in the laundromat foreshadowing her AU career as an actress. Yes. Yes, that is correct as well. See, that's great, great, subtle foreshadowing and seed planting for alternate universes. This is what she wants, she loved, she really wanted to do, she really wanted to be. Things just didn't go out, go the way she thought it would. She's just stuck doing laundry and taxes. You'll see. Um, okay. A Bluetooth devices. I can relate to Evelyn so much. Nice. That's great. Evelyn's awesome. I, I love her character and her uh, art that she goes through. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I ain't old. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, the Bluetooth devices in her ears vibrate. A green light blinks on. Evelyn sits up straight. The final instruction, three. Hold that thought. Press the green button. P.S. Don't forget to breathe. Evelyn breathes in. Press the button. Boom. Like a sudden sensation of falling, Evelyn finds herself shooting past cubicle after cubicle until she stops abruptly inside the closet. 
Ooh, split screen. In a split screen, we see half of Evelyn in a cluttered, dimly lit closet, and the other half still a talk text audit. She looks all around at both worlds. What just happened? Okay, so they actually put that in the script. I didn't think they would. It seems like something you would think of, like, on the day, like, hey, we need to do this, so let's think of how we can split it up and how we can juxtapose both scenes. But they actually wrote into the script, so they thought of everything. Everywhere, all at once. I'm going to keep making that joke every time I say everything. I apologize. But, oh, that's it's really cool. Really cool to see that. What is happening? Deidre looks up, clearly frustrated. God, it feels like I'm talking to my ex-husband. I already told you, continues to speak indiscernibly. Again, more foreshadowing. Someone grabs Evelyn and turns her around. It's Wayman. Shh! Don't talk. Try to relax your body. Go into autopilot. Evelyn tries an innocent smile towards her concerned husband. Deidre continues to ramble on. In a janitor closet. They do not know I'm talking to you here yet. So hopefully I have some time to explain. I'm not your husband. At least not the one you know. I'm another version of him from an, another life path. Another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Sorry, very busy today. No time to help you. Wait, off away, it covers Evelyn's mouth. There's a great evil that has taken root in my world has begun spreading chaos throughout the many verses. Spent years searching for the one who might be able to match this great evil with even greater good and bring back balance. All those years of searching have brought me here, to this universe, to you. Evelyn takes a moment to digest this information. I know it's a lot to take in right now, but I need you to... He's just speaking discernibly. Mrs. Wang. Hello. Alpha Wayman's voice fades away and the split screen focuses on the tax meeting as Evelyn takes control of her body there. Mrs. Wang, I'm sure you have a lot on your mind, but I can't imagine anything mattering more than this conversation we are having right now concerning your tax liability. Need I remind you there is a lien on your property? Repossession is well within our rights. I know, I'm paying attention. Think I'm stupid. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Wayman puts his hand on her lap. Deidre is clearly frustrated. She gestures to a small shelf of trophies that say order of the month. <laughs> okay. So they don't put what the trophies look like. <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. These, you don't get one of these unless you've seen a lot of shit. Part of my French. You might only see a pile of born forms and numbers, but I can see a story with nothing but a stack of receipts. Trace the ups and downs of your lives. I can see where the story is going, and it does not look good. Sorry, my wife confuses her hobbies for businesses. An honest mistake. Evelyn looks at her husband, hurt. He ignores her. This many honest mistakes, even if you aren't charged with fraud, 
we have to find you for gross negligence. You're always trying to confuse her with these words. Didn't you say you were going to bring your daughter to translate? Hey, are you paying attention? Alpha Wayman. Everyone's attention is back in the closet where Alpha Wayman is perturbed. I cannot talk. I cannot talk now unless you can help me with my taxes. What is gross necklaces? <laughs> Wayman grabs her by the shoulders and pulls her in. I know you have a lot of things on your mind, but nothing could possibly matter more than this conversation we are having right near, right now, concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverses. Ha 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 Yes, it is that. My dear Evelyn, I know you. At every passing moment, you fear that you might have missed your chance to make something of your life. Well, I'm here to tell you every rejection, every disappointment has led you here to this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. Evelyn turns towards the words like a flower to the sun. Evelyn smiles. Oh, so you think this is funny? Evelyn? Why did I say it like that? I'm sorry. Evelyn! Answer the woman! Who will it be? I'm thinking. What kind of man has... What kind of man has the woman leading the business? Is this how it's been? What the fuck you... Fucking sexist bastard. Holy shit. Wayman sits up and begins talking to Deidre. Through the following scene, a loud boom shakes the door. Someone is trying to get in. Our time here is up. They're going to kill us. What? Evan defensively grabs a broomstick. Another boom. Do not worry. This is just a burner. This is just a burner universe. We're using it for communication. A fist bursts through the door, grabbing his face. You will know when it's time to fight. I'll be in contact soon. Trust no one. Shh. I think my other husband is messing up the audit. Another fist bursts through. Both hands grab hold of his he head and snaps his neck. He falls over. Dead. The hand opens the door. They belong to Deidre. Now wears our own pair of earpieces. The messy sharpie circle scrawled across her forehead. She rips some metal pipe from the wall. No, no, no! Deidre hits Evelyn across the face with a deadly clunk. And her head snaps to the side. The split, the split screen swings away. Evelyn's head snaps to the side. She leaps to her feet. No! She opens her eyes and realizes she's still in audit. Everyone in the office is looking at her. Good lord. What happened? Is everything okay? Yes, yes. Of course. Everything's very, very okay. All at once. But I think I forgot something at home. Sit down. Evan looks from Wayman to Gong Gong, terrified. She sits. Nobody notices as the scribbled instructions fall from her pocket to the ground. Deidre crushes her protein shake bottle. I have a feeling I'll regret this later. But you can go. What? W what did you say to her? Probably something useful. Probably something useless. Let me talk to her. Translate for me. 
You have until I leave the office tonight to drop everything off. 6 p.m. Last chance. Tomorrow is better. We have a important party. Thank you. 6 p.m. Thank you. Last chance. Evelyn and Wayman exchange a look. Deidre stare. Never leaves Evelyn as she pushes Gong Gong away. Wayman spots the instructions on the floor. He picks them up. Confused for a moment, his eyes go wide. Evelyn briskly pushes Gong Gong towards the elevator, periodically looking behind her as Wayman catches up. Turn around, I may be old, but I still know how to negotiate. Evelyn, wait. Not what it's looked like. Wait. Oh, I did, I did read that. Okay, I was like, did I read that? Not what it looks like. I know why you're acting so strange. What are you talking about? Wayman holds up the divorce paper. Wayman holds up the divorce papers, but from Evelyn's perspective, she sees the written elevator instructions. So, you know about this? Of course. This came from me. It's you. Like, you who's in the elevator? Yeah, I was in the elevator. Come back next week. What are you two bickering about? Evelyn looks past Wayman to see Deidre charging out of her cubicle in their direction. She's coming for them. Evelyn grabs the papers, throws them on the ground, then presses the elevator button. I'm not ready to fight yet. Maybe we don't have a choice. Deidre is getting closer. Evelyn presses the elevator button again and again. There, I was going to make a Spider-Man reference. But Spider-Man 2 script did. Can't find a script. The actual script. Unfortunate. Little girl. Always running away. Never finishing what you started. Words cut to Evelyn's core. Evelyn looks up at her. Distorted reflection in the elevator door. Then down at her fist as it tightens. Father. You are wrong about me. Meanwhile. Wayman picks up. Divorce papers on the floor. These are scribbles on the back. Which shoes the what? Evelyn pushes past Wayman and punches Deidre in the face. Deidre's body crumples on the ground. Great song. Evelyn looks at her, fist surprised by how much that hurt her hand. What are you doing? Deidre cowers in fear with her hands over her head. People run over to see the, the commotion's about. Help! Call security! Help! Help me! I'm sorry, that's a TikTok meme. Eh. Anyway. Why did you hit her? You told me to do it. Are you crazy? You said I would know when it was time to fight. I mean, after us. Everyone sees Deidre's holding her tax, tax files folder that they left behind. You have no idea how much trouble you're in. Insulting an IRS agent is a... You have no idea. Talking about us. Wayman lifts up the crumbled divorce papers. Resolution of marriage? What? Yes. I'm on the phone. Uh, wait, what? I'm s apologize. Yes, I'm on the 10th floor. I don't know what they want. They, I don't know if they're armed. Gave you those papers. Nobody gave them to me. Your brother gets a divorce and now you think divorce is okay? I don't think it's okay. You made a vow. Evelyn... I know, I just wish you and I... He lowers his head, fighting back tears. 
And his head shoots back up and he speaks in English. Told you to stay low and out of sight. Evelyn hits him over and over. Oh, now you're here. Confuse me coming and going. Stop coming here. Elevator door opens. It's filled with security guards. That's her, the Chinese lady. No, this is his fault. Everyone remain calm. I need you to I need you two to lie down on the ground with your hands behind your heads. Evelyn obediently lies down, but Alpha Waveman takes a Bluetooth, places them on her own here on his own ears. Ooh, this is a great scene. This is what I was like. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking love this movie. <laughs> Alpha Wayman reaches to his pouch. Security guard, security guards all draw their weapons. Pulls out chapstick. Whatever you're thinking about doing, don't do it. Pops over the cap, twists it to full stick, eats it whole. Sir, he chews and chews. The guards lower their guns, confused. The devices vibrate. They glow green. Presses the button. His head snaps back as if kicked by a shotgun. He flashes a devious smile to Evelyn. As the security guard walks over, reaches to grab his arm. He unsnaps his fanny pack, which dangles from his fingers. Okay, that's enough. Alpha Wayman whips his fanny pack like a pair of nunchucks. Right into the guard's face. He recoils in pain. He definitely knocks each of their guns to the floor, to the ground. Whipping them in the face for good measure. Guards pull up a ton, circle him. It's a standoff. Alpha Wayman calmly mentions the fanny pack to full length, prompting the nervous guards to cautiously take a step back. He reaches into the fishbowl on an adjacent office desk, pulls out a fist full of little pebbles, then drops them into the unzipped fanny pack. They attack, zip, starts beating the living hell out of them with his heavy pack. It is he is incredible. Holy shit. He snaps the packs around one of their necks that punches him over and over again. He unsnaps, then whips the buckle inside one of their nostrils, spins the pack, and yanks, sending the guard spiraling into the printer. Okay. Alright, so I'm seeing little bit differences here. It's not exactly how it how the fight scene plays out. So I assume they worked out choreography. And I'm glad they did. Because it's a lot better than what's here. This is good. This is good choreography. Just writing it down. But there's a lot more like. Intricacies and. Uh, fighting moves. In the actual film. Absolutely love it. DVD. Everything everywhere all at once. I. I might watch it tonight. I don't know. When's the last time I watched it? Like two or three months ago? Watch it again. The last wimpy guard runs for the stairs, leaving his semi-conscious co-workers groaning on the floor. Alpha Wayman turns to Evelyn. On your feet. Evelyn doesn't know what to do. Her alarm begins to blare. Emergency lighting is triggered. Onlookers run for the exit. How did you... What is happening? Are we getting divorced? Wayman slaps her. Oh, he doesn't slap her. He claps. <laughs> Just slap shit out of her. I'm not the Wayman who wants to divorce you. I'm the Wayman who's saving your life. I can either come with me and live up to your ultimate potential 
or lie here and live with the conversation. Live with the consequences. Consequences. I want to lie here. Frustrated, Alpha Wayman pucks her up like a fireman. Alpha Wayman carries Evelyn past the janitor's closet. The door is closed and unharmed. To cut to, the door is now open. Massive hole punched through. Side inside lay closet Evelyn and closet Wayman's bleeding bodies. Deidre with black circle, bagel on her forehead. Addresses, confused hostages lined up along the cubicle walls. Citizens of the 4,655th Thetaverse are about to be graced by a presence of our sovereign leader, Double Tabaki. Two small boots walk on the frame, stumbling forward like a drunk person's. Gentle rumble builds with each step. Ooh, ooh. Another thing. This uh, DVD contains deleted scenes. Um, let's see. Deleted scenes, optional audio commentary. Ooh, I did watch them. They are great deleted scenes. There's also another uh, another uh, universe where she's a noodle. It's it's very beautiful. But I understand why they cut it. I'm like, yeah, it's too many. We could we can like keep it a little more subtle, you know. I'm not too sure if that will come up here, but uh if it does, that'd be a treat. Let me assure you of one thing. Just like every moment in your miserable lives, this is nothing more than a statistical inevitability. A hand gently runs along the outer walls of a cubicle. Directly on the other side of the wall, pushpins sporadically change position. Post-it notes change colors and texts. Family portrait subtly changes to family members. Subtly changes family members. Chobu Tabaki has seen all and knows all. She knows what makes you tick. What fragile branches you rest what fragile branches you rest your self-worth upon. Chobu points a finger at Deidre. Her face is hidden behind an elaborate mask. Shut up, Deidre. Nobody likes you. Damn. Deidre chokes on the words, then breaks down into tears. With her hands in her face, she leaps off the balcony. Thud. That doesn't happen in the film. That does not happen in the film. I think this is implying that she kills herself. She does not. Ooh, yeah. The hostages shriek. Duck. 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 Jobu walks down the line, not quite touching any of them. And stops at Evelyn. Goose. They reach out to touch closet Evelyn. Not quite dead after all. The low rumble builds. Her eyes go wide. A rapid montage of close-ups. We see Evelyn in a series of random universes. She's lying in the field. On a hospital gurney. She's a scarecrow. A surgeon. Bees coming out of her mouth. The universe is escalating. Almost to insanity and pop. Closet Evelyn now wears little baby outfit. Little baby man. Little baby man. You say the dog. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thought of that cute fucking video. Closet Evelyn now wears a little baby outfit. People was tickling her. Evelyn is very ticklish. Funny. I think on the verge of death, the brain would turn off the reflex and make you ticklish. Closet Evelyn thrashes and laughs, spin up blood. But here you are, blood pressure rising, muscles contracting, pushing out more and more of those precious life sources. In a way, this is nice. How often do people literally die laughing? Oh, this is this is different. That's okay. I'm excited for the nice next one. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. Closet Evelyn dies. Jubu Tsubaki uses her bib to wipe the blood from her hands. Jubu shakes her head in disappointment. The hostages begin to cry loudly. Shh, shh. it's not her. They might be close. Jubu hears a distant sound. Chad cowers in fear. Who the fuck is Chad? Jubu listens more intently before rotating their head. Click, 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 like a radio tuner. We wind through different universes, never seeing their face. There's some small things here, but we we noticed some small things here that didn't make it into the finished film. It's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. I, I really like uh, doing these. Reading this and seeing the differences. Especially films I absolutely love and I can like vividly remember. Yeah. I do like I do like to go back and watch it and see the differences. One of my favorite movies of all time, Whiplash, has the same thing. I that is one of the few scripts I've read before that I haven't read on Rescribed yet. But yeah. There is a lot of differences in Whiplash. And when we get to that, I'm not too sure when. That's saved on the back burner. But yes, when we get to that, we will see a lot of differences. And it's going to be really cool. Whiplash was intense. It is so intense. I love it. When I read that, I'm going to have to censor a lot of things. Ooh. Yeah. I can't wait to do that. And I can't wait to finish everything everywhere all at once. Holy fuck. Okay. They they go through different universes. Click. They're driving in the bus into oncoming traffic. Ooh. Click. They're on a wall straight at the stock market crashes. Click. They're attacking a wall with graffiti. A fuzzy radio. Signals. Suddenly clears up. It's TV news. Click. Jobu sits in a dive bar nursing a beer. Sporting a hoodie. They watch people exiting the IRS building on TV. There's no word yet on who's behind the attack or what the motives may have been. Ugh, I'm so sick of all this bad news. Reveal that Jobu is sent next to Becky. Jobu abruptly stands up and marches towards the door. Babe, what's, what's up? As Jobu, Jobu opens the door, the lights reveal. It's Joy. Jobu Tsubaki is taking her over. She leaves and the camera lingers on the IRS building on the TV. Alpha Wayman is pulling Evelyn through the hallway. Pass along small groups of frantic civilians running to safety. Oh, oh no, no, no. My husband wanted to kill a spider. How are you the same person? You underestimate. The smallest decisions can compound significant differences over our lifetime. Every tiny decision creates another branching universe 
Another. We not paying attention before. Again. This was the idea I had. Small decisions create an alternate timeline. So every decision you make creates an alternate universe. Thus, the infinite multiverse. That is something that I've really thought about. I thought about it in a dream. They just did it. God damn it. Great on you guys, uh, Daniels. Getting it, getting there. Fuck, I really wanted to make this movie, but they did it, and they did it so much better than I ever could have thought. I honestly probably would have made it generic, but... They did it. They did it very well. Unique, interesting, hilarious. A lot of other stuff. Plenty a lot of genres. Honestly, I don't know what genre this movie would be. Be drama, be comedy. It could be an action. Could be. What else could it be? Anyway, I digress. Right. Of course, but you're very bad at explaining. Wayman spots a couple guards up ahead. He yanks Evelyn into an office, shutting the door behind him. Hey, oh my god! I have to go back. I love my father. Don't worry, we're monitoring him. We see him, Kao Gong, finishing his third pudding snack. Yes. He's all good. Speaking of snacks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sponsor me. You know I gotta get hot for everything. You know what's gotta happen. Anyway. Back in the office, Alpha Wayman pulls up a map with thousands of green circles on his cell phone. In the center is a flashing white dot. They speak in hush whisper. This is you. This is your universe. One bubble floating in the cosmic form of existence. Every surrounding bubble has slight variations, but the further away you get from your universe, the bigger the difference is. A universe where I'm finishing my taxes? We're talking about infinity. You can imagine it somewhere out there, it exists. A universe where I don't have any taxes? Sure. Lemon zooms out on a map to show another flashing white dot far from this universe. This is where I am from. Alpha Women blinks. Match cut to him in the Alphaverse. The laundry RV control room. And a chair with. With an array of wires and cables flowing from every angle sits Alpha Wayman. Alpha officers operate various pieces of equipment. One part CIA surveillance truck, one part condemned radio shack, one part laundry delivery. The Alphaverse, the first universe to make contact with the others. You can call me Alpha Wayman. In this world where you are a brilliant woman, most people thought you were crazy. Foyman looks over at the shrine for Evelyn on the corner. Are some candles, an ornate urn, a portrait of Evelyn in glasses, and a turtleneck. Your search to prove the existence of other universes, you discovered a way to temporarily link your consciousness with another version of yourself, accessing all their memories, their skills, and their emotions. 
Like the janitor's closet. Like you right now? Exactly. It's called first jumping. I need you to pay attention because you need to learn how to do it. Right now. Right now? Maybe our only chance of getting out of here alive. Evelyn is suddenly overcome with nausea. Oof. Alpha Wayman finds a piece of chewed up gum stuck under the desk. Pops on his mouth before pressing his Bluetooth. This doesn't help. Uh, Evelyn's nausea. Spin out of the gum. Two guards coming this way. On my signal. Try to blend in. No, this is crazy. Why can't he? Why can't your Evelyn do this? My Evelyn is dead. Evelyn. <laughs> it throws up in her mouth a little. Go. Oh my god! Oh my god! What is happening? I love it. I love him. Oh, Kiki Kwan. You know, it's got to be said. Let's look. Let's look at this. Kiki Kwan has won best. Was it best supporting actor or best actor? Best supporting actor. Look at this. Winner for best original screenplay. Yes, we said. Nominee for best achievement in music. Who did that go to? I forgot who it went to. We did do the Oscars um thing. Original song. That was nominated. Plays at the end credits. And um it was beat out by Natu Natu, which I am not upset about. I love Natu Natu. Winner of Best Picture, winner of Best Achievement in Directing, winner of Best Actress, and Supporting Actress for Jamie Lee Curtis, but another nominee was Stephanie Hsu. Absolutely. And a Supporting Actor, Kihi Kwan. Fantastic. You'll see why he's fantastic later. Also nominated for Costume and Film Editing. Oh, he won for Film Editing, as it fucking should. It absolutely should. It's incredibly well edited. Wayman swings open the office door. A group of frantic civilians run past. Wayman grabs Evelyn, still screaming, and joins the group. Two armed guards approach the group, opening office doors. Evelyn and Wayman right, run right past them. As soon as the guards pass out of sight, Wayman stops screaming and pulls Evelyn to a stairwell. Evelyn and Wayman stand their backs against the doors, inches away from each other. How did I die? I've seen you die a thousand ways in a thousand worlds. In every single one of them, you were murdered. Alpha Wayman heads down the stairs. What? What's me dead? An evil, omniversal being with unimaginable power. An agent of pure chaos, with no real motives. Your desires. Jobu Tabaki. You're just making up words. Wayman puts his hand on her lips. Two floors below. They catch a glimpse of police heading up towards them. They head back up the stairs. We need another exit. Why is jo Joey Jewui <laughs> hunting me? Jobu Tabaki. And she knows. No matter how powerful she is, no matter how unlikely it is, the infinite number of universes, there has to be at least one where someone can stop her. 
and destroy the other bubbles. You say that there's a lot of them. Maybe it's okay if we lose some. Just leave me out of it. Alpha Way make it serious. It's not so simple. She's been building something. We don't know exactly what it is. We don't know what it's for, but all we could We could feel it. Been feeling it too, haven't you? Something's off. Clothes never wear the same way. Oh wait, fuck. Clothes never wear your clothes never wear as well. Next day, your hair never falls in quite the same way. Your coffee tastes wrong. And this is the story of a girl. I don't know how they fucking snuck in that reference. That was a great reference. Very obscure. I don't know how they just put that in there. And it's a great one. And it flows. Attention to crumbling. Nobody trusts their neighbor anymore. You stay up all night wondering to yourself. How can we go back? Maybe it's a reference to a song they loved. I'm not too sure. Evelyn is completely taken in by Alpha Wayne's speech. This is the Alphaverse mission. To take us back to how it's supposed to be. But that begins with finding the one who can stand up to Jobu's perverse shroud of chaos. One who believes in truth and order. You think that's me? Why else will we risk everything to get you out of here? The color drains from her face. He pulls her into an office space to reveal. Deidre. There you are. Oh, Miss Deidre. Look, I think I finally understand. That is not what she says. She says in a movie. Oh, I'm so sorry. She apologizes for hitting her. She's wearing her own modified Bluetooth headsets. She picks up a post and staples it to her forehead. You see that her hands are red. Blood. The headsets turn green. What's she doing? First jumping. Run! Deidre slams the stairwell shut. Evelyn and Alpha Wayman run. They spot dead bodies around the room. Whoa, that... That is in the phone. She didn't kill anybody. Uh-oh. Deidre presses the button and her head cocks back. She opens her eyes, flips the table with incredible strength. She also sucks in her gut. It's fucking great. You know, also, the first time I watched this, I didn't know that was fucking Jamie Lee Curtis until like halfway. Like, she looks familiar. Then I kept looking at her like... That's Jamie Lee Curtis. Ugh. Yeah, she's fucking great. One best supporting actress. I believe Stephanie Hsu should have won, but hey. It's a legacy when she's been around. The Academy doesn't recognize horror films, so yeah. They flee, the camera pushes into Wayman's head. In the Alphaverse. She jumps up where? Brute force. Sumo wrestler? Bodybuilder? Doesn't matter. Counter with somebody agile. Counter with someone agile. The on screen interface rapidly scans a cluster. Of circles, each representing other universes. A few begin to blink. In your perimeter, we got breakdancer, mime, gymnast. Give me gymnast, go! Calculated route. On screen, we see rapidly flashes images of gymnasts. And then flashing paths through circles. Finally, a path solidifies. Root found. 
Paper cuts, four of them. One each finger. Oof. I'm gonna rip some paper from the bulletin board. Starts trying to slice papers. Cuts while running. It's not working. Oh, I hate paper cuts. I haven't had a paper cut since I was a child. God, just it just always oh, the worst. It's just ah fuck. Paper cuts only happen when you aren't trying. It's impossible. Probability one in eight thousand. It's the strongest jumping pad we've got. Frustrated Alpha Women gets down on one knee to focus. What are you doing? Slice one down. Deidre's coming close on him. Slice two down. Slice three down. Heaven leaves him behind and runs. Slice, that's four. The Bluetooth turns green. He's about to press the button. Deidre catches his hand. With effortless strength, she lifts him up in the air. Spins him over her head like a pro wrestler. Like Claudio Casanoli. Headset flies from out his ears. Is that pro wrestling? She's going for a backbreaker. Powerhouse. Sorry. DJ lifts him up to drop him on her knee, but Alpha Women grabs an exit sign and holds on as DJ tries to tug him away. Exit sign rips from the ceiling just as DJ drops him. Alpha Women slips the sign between his spine and her knee. Exit sign shatter. It's painful as hell for both of them, but at least Alpha Women's spine is intact. As Alpha Wayman painfully begins to retreat, Deidre runs at him, drop kicks him in the chest, both legs knocking him back down a nearby stairwell. The way she drop kicks him is fucking hilarious too. I don't know why, it just looks so funny. Cause she's so stiff when she goes for the drop kick. Anyway, anyway, Deidre shuts the door, shoves large filing cabinets to block it. Across the room, Evelyn hides under the desk. She's gotta run. No, she could jump. No matter she can fight. Not ready. Jump like that will fry most people's brains. She's not most people. Alpha Wayman pushes against the cabinets. They won't budge. He's weak again, like regular Wayman. Evelyn phone vibrates. Wayman is calling. Evelyn, can you hear me? I'm going at the first jump. She spots the two Bluetooths on the floor. She picks them up and places them in her ear. Okay, what do I do? Concentrate on a universe in which you study martial arts. Just because I'm Chinese doesn't mean I do Kung Fu. Just do it! Again, that's not in it. That line is not in. Everyone closes her eyes. On screen images flash. Kung Fu Masters. A baby crying. A deer in headlights. I'm locking in. Ready. In three, two, one. Hell like getting root. Blinks on screen. Deidre stalks the cube, goes looking for Evelyn. You have to profess your love to Deidre. No way! It's like eating a chapstick or switching your shoes. On the screen, we see the center of the universe marked point A, current, current verse. Far away is a highlighted universe marked point C, fighter verse. Along the highlighted route is point B between them, the universe where Evelyn professes her love to her attacker. It takes an immense amount of mental energy to jump the further universes. You develop an algorithm that calculates which statistically prob improbable action will place you in a universe on the edge of the local cluster, giving you the momentum needed to, re to reach your desired counterpart with your jumping pad. 
beautiful. That's great. Holy shit, they put a lot of thought into this. And it's so, like, unique. Like, just do something weird. That's what they say. Like, just do something that a counterpart would do, and you can kind of reach that counterpart. Great. Evelyn frantically crawls through the cubicles as Deidre stalks her like a minotaur in its maze. Doesn't even make any sense. Exactly. The less sense it makes, the better. The Scotsky Path algorithm is fueled by random actions. Tell her you love her. And mean it. There any other jumping pads? The next best pass are break your own arm or take a nap. You're not sleepy, are you? Suddenly, Deidre's footsteps right in front of Evelyn's face. She looks up at Deidre in terror. I love you? Your police blinks yellow. Evelyn pushes the button. Wait! Her mind launches out of the building. We land. Uh, Evelyn and Wayman sit in the RV. Evelyn spots the divorce papers in his lap. Ooh. This isn't a universe she wanted to jump to. No, 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 no. You see the moment in the elevator where Alpha Wayman first contacted her. Only this time, Alpha Evelyn refuses to take the umbrella and Alpha Wayman gives up. Oh. See, that that wasn't um, NFL. It wasn't clear. It was like, oh, she just went home after that. And then they talked about the divorce. But now in the script, you could see that it's because she didn't take his advice. She didn't do anything. Yeah. She's in a local divergent universe. She's gone home to finish her taxes. Evelyn panics and tries to punch Deidre. Deidre easily catches her wrist and twists it. Evelyn screams in pain. Deidre laughs and slaps her over and over. Evelyn's face is red with pain. Wait a minute, Shy is scared. I'm not trying to hurt you. Byron from church said he, he and his wife were miserable. Till they discussed divorce and talking to Al actually helped. Doesn't make any sense. Think about it. Unless it's an emergency, whenever I try to talk to you, you always get pulled away. An arm grabs Evelyn's collar and pulls her away. Deidre grapples at Evelyn. A spectacular finishing move sending her through the cubicle wall. Bluetooth light goes out. She's disconnected. Evelyn spots the cabinets. Alpha Wayman is trapped behind. She runs and starts tugging on the, cab the cabinets out of the way. I'm sorry, Evelyn. I've got to go. What? Alpha Wayman gets his hand pressed against the cabinets gently. I need to fight the right Evelyn. And this one? Not the one. Wait, no! Let me try again! Evelyn pushes the cabinet away and squeezes through. Wayman looks utterly confused. Evelyn? What's going on? Alpha Wayman is gone. Evelyn pushes Wayman back through some doors and shuts the door tight behind him. Evelyn! Your face! Evelyn's nose is bleeding. Her face is battered. You left me. Just left me. What? I'm still here. You mean a divorce? A minor divorce causes great uh, dissonance in her mind. Her Bluetooth malfunctions to fla fla and flashes green. Whoa, I can't speak. Evelyn and Wayman sit in the RV. 
back to this game. I wanted to start off a new year on a new foot. But maybe you're right. <sighs> maybe we would have been better off if we had never got married. I never said that. I didn't have to. The way you look at me. Wait a minute. The car door is ripped off. Door is ripped off its hinges to reveal sweaty, angry Deidre. Evelyn panics. I love you. What? Get out of the way. I love you. I love you. Her Bluetooth turns yellow. Evelyn grabs Wayman's hand and runs down the stairs as Deidre laughs. Evelyn turns to see Deidre leap off the top step and straight into the air. Right towards her. Evelyn falls on her knees, finally gives in. I love you. I love you. Bluetooth turns green. She presses the button. Shock goes through her brain. Just as Deidre's knee is about to hit Evelyn's nose, time crawl slows down to a crawl. The camera patient pushes into Evelyn's head through countless universes and stops. Evelyn lounges in her limo dressed in a lovely gown. She gasps. She rapidly downloads mem memories. Evelyn and Wayman in their tw 20s on the porch. Can't you see it? How wonderful it would be if you came with me? Being fractures like a prism, we two see two options. One in the universe where Evelyn drives away in a taxi with them. One where she stays with her family. We follow the universe in which Evelyn stays. Evelyn is walking, walking along, crying softly to herself. A mugger grabs her purse and knocks her to the ground. Moments later, her purse drops back down in front of her. She looks up to see a regal woman in traditional attire. Classic Kung Fu Master. She has beaten up the mugger. Classic training montage moments. Evelyn carried buckets of water and down a mountain. Doing pinky push-ups. Breaking clay pots with her fists. Quick series of moments. Kung Fu Master playfully keeps a cookie away from Evelyn. This is the toughest challenge. She never quite gets it. Kung Fu is not about combat. It's the mastery of any discipline. Even this cookie could be Kung Fu. Evelyn executes a perfect kick to her opponent's face. She is being honored with the medal. Looks at her master with great pride. Her master bows her head. A Hollywood manager with cigars seems very impressed. It's basically Bruce Lee. <laughs> Montage of Evelyn working a kung fu master on a film set. Then another one and another one. Movie star universe. In limousine, she's back. She looks across the level to her master like she's never seen her before. Pulls out a cookie from her pocket and Evelyn instinctively grabs for it. They do a poetic kung fu dance. She marvels at her own hands abilities. Evelyn almost grabs the end of a cookie but fails. Master smiles. It's a sweet moment. Though we are far from our humble beginnings, you must never forget why you learned kung fu. I am proud. The camera pushes back into her head. Uh, think about that. All the movie shots of uh, the premieres, the red carpets, and that are real from Michelle Yeoh. Like, oh, that's fucking great. Beautiful tribute to her as well.
and she deserved to win Best Actress. Although I thought Kate Blanchett was gonna win it, because Tar's fucking phenomenal, and as you know, I love Whiplash. Tar is almost like Whiplash, so that's why I really thought you had it. Oh well, still very happy for Michelle, yo. Back to this. Not even a second has passed. A single tear is suspended from her eye. Evelyn's fist closed tightly. She inhales. She inhales. Arm resumes like a slap to the face. In one fluid motion, Evelyn sidesteps the knees, grabs hold of Deidre's arm midair, and then slams her into the ground. Now she throws her into the wall, I think, right? Anyway, Evelyn looks at her hands. It worked. Deidre attempts to grapple her, but Evelyn, Evelyn easily dodges the advance and sends Deidre tumbling down the stairs. Her head goes crashing through drywall. She goes limp. Evelyn disconnects. Wayman runs over and lifts her up. Why did you? How? Are you crazy? I saw my life without you. I wish you could have seen it. Wait a minute, drawing in. It was beautiful. I should have listened to Baba all those years ago. Damn, so fucked up. Wayman looks at her, pain confusion. He begins to say something, but Alpha Wayman returns. He grabs her hand and begins walking away from Deidre's limp body. Better keep moving. Now you've definitely got Joe Boost's attention. Alpha Wayman leads Evelyn into a conference room. They have eaten catering bagels. Fruit and fruit strewn across the table. Wayman collects napkins and ice to tend to their wounds. Brain is stay calm. Your brain is under a credible amount of stress. Wait, let me finish talking to with my husband. Not take it straight. She, she didn't say anything? Okay, I thought she did say something about I'm coming and going. Okay, you're not taking it straight. No, he needs to know how good my light could have been. Evelyn hears voices. Bluetooth glitches. Flashing lights hit her face. We hear roaring crowds. Lemon door. Limo door to reveal she's at a movie premiere. The red carpet, screaming fans, flashing lights. It's beautiful. Evelyn? Evelyn! Alpha Wayman slapped her in the face. Are you with me? I thought I was disconnected. Why am I still there? Alpha Wayman shows her a map of her mind. There are three new green circles. Each universe she has jumped to. Your mind? It's like a clay pot holding water. Every jump, every jump opens another crack. Frozen things leak through. The training. You will learn to reseal those cracks. Eat in the energy. Alpha Wayman hands her a plate of half-eating food. Takes a massive bite from a bagel with cream cheese. His eyes close in ecstasy. Cream cheese, oh. 
My universe, the cattle were killed off. One of the many things we lost in our war against Chobu. Against chugging a carton of half and half. Riff. I don't want to go back. Back to the universe. Alpha Wayman begins shaking her fiercely. Shut it down! Shut it down! Are you with me? Come back! I'm with you, okay? I'm with you! Checks the map. Everyone is stable. Listen. You're only using other words, other worlds to acquire special skills. Do you understand? If you fall for their temptations, you'll invite contradiction. Chaos. The clay pot could shatter and you could die. Or far worse. What is worse than death? You should keep moving. Until reinforcements arrive. No, I don't have time for your clay pots. Explain it to me now. Put a foot now. Half a wayman size. You're right. In the Alpha First, we began training many young minds to verse jump. Imagine what we could have done with the collective knowledge of all these worlds. Cure diseases, ended war. There was one who was far and above the most gifted. Our little explorer. You saw her potential, so you pushed her beyond her limit. It strikes a nerve with Evelyn. We see Joy hooked up to various devices. She first jumps over and over and over and over and over and over again until we're both dead. See, sorry, Spider-Man reference. I didn't get it earlier, but hey, I got it this time. Though the overloaded mind usually dies, her mind was fractured, shattering the filter that upholds the illusion that we exist in one linear reality. The machine breaks and Joy's eyes turn an eerie black. Various universes. Dubu walks down a deserted dystopian road, dead bodies, smoking cars, a distant, burning city. Every step we see in a different universe. A mother walking down a grocery aisle, an ex-murderer stalking the next victim. A celestial goddess walking through the temple. Now her mind experiences every world, every possibility, at the exact same time. Commanding the infinite knowledge and power of the multiverse. The Jobu stops walking. She's outside. Dan universe. Jobu Tsubaki. Jobu Tsubaki. Now she's seen too much. Also, in any sense of morality, any belief in objective truth, no one has been able to stop her. So now, if Wayman leaves Evelyn out, Evelyn hesitates. Did you set out the wrong way? What you did back there changed my mind. You were incredible. Evelyn glows. She hears the cheering crowd from premieres again. Alpha Wayman exits the room as he explains. But as Evelyn follows, she see sees cheering fans. She shakes her head. But the cheering just gets louder. She can't help but be pulled in. 
She's back on the red carpet, soaking in the limelight. Oof. Then she spots someone in the crowd. Someone in the crowd can take you where you want to go. I digress. Spots someone in the crowd. Waymond. Everything goes silent. Then looks different. Smartly dressed, confident in a stride. Their eyes lock. Time slows. Wayman? Reveal her locket around her neck as an old photo of Wayman. Deep longing fills her soul. She walks off the carpet towards him. She pushes away through the crowd. Everyone is staring at them. Where you? Where you go? I'm sorry, you go. They both shut up and stare at the floor. They laugh. I saw your face on a billboard and this is silly. I wonder if you remembered me. Of course, you look so good. That knockoff? But you should be in America. Very poor. How? Guess I got lucky. This is. This dissonance hurts her brain. A hand grabs Evelyn's shoulder. It's her master. Evelyn waves him away. No time for distractions. He grabs her wrist to tug her away. Evelyn resists, but her but realizes her hands are now in handcuffs. Evelyn, come back! Evelyn's being detained by a police officer while a small team of police struggle with Alpha Wayman. They are now in a hallway by a freight by a freight elevator. Evelyn, jump to another combat universe. Try peeing yourself. It's always a good jumping pad. Wham! Officer knocks Alpha Women out cool with their gun. What? Wayman! Come back! No response. Evelyn doesn't know what to do. She spots another officer escorting a shell-shocked Beedry towards the elevator. Beedry yanks a staple out of her forehead. What did you do to me? I didn't do that. So we have movement in our elevator. Do you request backup? Elevator number slowly ascends to the floor. Fuck these new recruits. They don't know how to stay put. Tame the assailants. Backup is not requested. Y'all wasted a trip. Copy? The officers all share a laugh. No response on the walkie. Said, do you copy? Alpha Wayman watches the screens in horror. Run, Evelyn. Come on, run! The officers unanimously watch the elevator reach the floor. Ding. Doors open. Some pink smoke stands. Woman. Vegas style Elvis jumpsuit. Cigarette hangs from her mouth. She's accompanied by a pig on a leash. It's Joy. No! It's Joe Butubaki. She exhales more pink smoke. Joy? Why do you look so stupid? Joe wobbles and sways out of the elevator door led by a pig. Miss, you can't be up here. Officer number two stands in her way. Takes one last drag from a cigarette. 
puts it right, puts it out right on his badge. Is it that I can't be in here, or you're, or I'm not allowed to be here? Show them some respect. Dribble places a foot on the officer's shoe and taps it. See, I can physically be here. What you meant to say is you're not allowing me to be here. Jobu Tabaki laughs in his face and begins to walk by him. Alright, hands behind your head. Officer 2 pulls out a pair of handcuffs. Gonna make me walk through you? No, ma'am, I can't let you do that. Again with the can't! I don't think you understand the meaning of that word. He reaches out and touches him on the nose. Rumble. He tries to speak. But confetti pours out. Pop. He explodes in a confetti. Everyone screams. Jobu walks towards Evelyn. See, I can walk through you. Officer down. Take her out. Evelyn's brain is broken. What did her daughter just do? The gun is pushed up against the back of Jobu's head. Jobu turns and shoves the gun in her mouth. Takes a deep drag like a bomb. While he uselessly pulls the trigger. He spins him. Rumble pop. They now dress as salsa dancers. And they dance. The others open fire. He becomes her human shield. Riddled bullets. Blood spattering across the walls. Tosses him. To other officers. Handcuff. Evelyn awkwardly grabs Wayman's unconscious body. And drags him away. Dietrich hides behind the corner. Jobu jumps on another officer. Rubble pop. They are now luchador fighters. He is mid-air upside down. She pile drives his neck. Ooh, Steve Austin, this motherfucker. Thanks. Jobu tumbles until she is face to face with Evelyn. He winks at her, then BANG! Dribble's chest explodes with blood, splattering Evelyn's face. Reveal a guard behind her holding a smoking gun. Dribble stumbles toward clutching her chest. Evelyn is horrified. Don't worry, Evelyn. Reveals she's holding a bottle of ketchup. No wound. It's organic. The officer drops his gun and charges Jobu with his baton. She catches it, becomes a veiny dildo. Jobu violently beats the officer with a dildo, finally knocking him unconscious. Oh my god, it's you! Jobu looks up at her mother, still holding the undulting dildo. Evelyn is horrified. Jobu to booty! Or Juju to booty! It's Jobu Tabaki. Consider yourself blessed to be in her presence. Deidre does not speak in a scene. Bigger Deidre steps out and bows her head before Jobu, who transformed her bloody clothes into clean golfing attire. Great evil that Wayman was talking about? That my joy? Do not mistake what you see, see from your limited perspective as evil. Three, two, four, one, rule six. There is no good. So evil. 
It's only Google. Not in the film. Shut up. Her name is Joy. A beautiful name. It doesn't make up sounds. That's exactly right, Evelyn. Stop calling me that. I am your mother. Avoid is trying to wake up an IRS building. Don't engage. She can't be reasoned with. Evelyn's mind is going a mile a minute. She gasps. It's you. It's been you this whole time. You are the reason my daughter doesn't call anymore. Or she dropped out of college? Cassettes? Or why she thinks she's a gay? Huh. huh. You're still hung up on that fact that I like girls in this universe? The universe is so much bigger. You realize, Evelyn? I fucked everything. What's your language? That last line and Evelyn, nope. Not in the film. She struggles to get away, but Jobus continues to stalk her. You fucked everything too. Girls, dogs, cars. Titan? Okay, the dog, come on, that's too far. Too far. She pulls a picture of her frame of the wall with rumble pop pop. We see the the photo in the frame changes the photos of Evelyn lovingly with Deidre. A dog, a car. Never. Decree 3707. Rule 34. If you can imagine it, you have fucked it. That is a good joke. Not in the film. That whole thing with the dog. Nope. Not in the film. In this very moment, there's a world where you and your auditor over here are deeply in love. They don't say that in the film. That is implied later. It's very subtly done. Very good. Pictures flicker and show Deidre Evelyn on vacation walking their cat on a leash. Evelyn looks from the photos to Deidre and nods menacingly. You miss her when she is gone. You love the way she smells. Her obsession with CrossFit and Birdwatch. Possible. Don't be so close-minded that you blind yourself from the truth. I'm not close-minded. I just don't like you. Nobody likes you, Deidre. Your insults mean nothing in the grand scheme of the cosmic ho ho ho. Deidre begins to cry. Beats her chest and slaps herself. Come on, Deidre. Come on. Keep it together. We worked on this. Deidre runs off crying down the hallway. She's not in this scene at all. In the movie. Look, I'll be out this universe in a jiffy. I'm just popping in to check on something. Alright, so everything from this last line to talk about you're still hung up on that I like girls in this universe. Much bigger than you realize. Everything after that, up to Don't Make Me Fight You, not in the film. Jobu reaches a hand towards Evelyn, who defensively strikes a fighting pose. Deep rumble begins to rise. Don't make me fight you. I'm really good. Really, really good. 
Evelyn closes her eyes to concentrate, but she can't. Movie Star Universe, Evelyn is being ushered through adoring fans, slashing photographers, a dance of popcorn, and a hot dog on a poster. Evelyn is trying to work on her taxes. She sees a picture on the wall of Joy as a child next to a child's drawing of a man with wiggly worm fingers. On screen images flash, clenched fists, hot dogs. Joy's portrait, Joy's childhood drawing, back to a fist, etc. No, no, Evelyn, you're not locked in. Evelyn backs up against a wall. Joe looks down to notice Evelyn has Peter pants. Her Bluetooth flickers yellow and green. Joe nods, impressed. Evelyn presses the Bluetooth. Her head cocks back. Both her hands go limp as if they've been pumped full of anesthesia. They've been pumped full of anesthesia. Her handcuffs slide off to the floor. She tries to punch Jobu, but her floppy fingers just bounce. She jumped. She's off the damn map. Evelyn's back in a laundromat, but Deidre is standing next to her watching TV instead of Wayman. On TV, they're watching the same old musical from this morning. Only the lovers both have hot dogs for fingers. They begin to circle each other, slapping their thighs. Bizarre love ritual as the music swells. Deidre sighs and wipes a tear with her hot dog finger. Oh, honey, isn't it beautiful? Emma looks down at her own hot dog hand and shrieks. She appears to be in a universe where everyone has hot dogs instead of fingers? An evolutionary branch in the anatomy in the human race? A monkey with hot dog fingers murders a normal fingered monkey with her hot dog hand. With their hot dogs. Other monkeys whoop and scream. I'm like that would fry most people. Like I said. Not most people. The normal fingered monkey's outstretched arm and falls limp, but still has bones. Evelyn stumbles against the door. She tries to grab the handle, but her fingers are useless as she crumbles to the floor. This is crazy. Just trying to get it. On the TV, a hot dog couple move into the final phase of their love ritual. They place their hot dog fingers in each other's mouths. A red yellow substance that looks like ketchup mustard oozes down their lips. Ugh, God. Beautiful. Joy. It's, it's wrong. So wrong. No wrong, no right. Only wronged. No Coke, no Pepsi, only Pokeski. All just tastes the same. Here, let me open your mind. Again, not in the phone. Oh well. Also, guys, it is so hot right now. This is my phone. How hot is it? It is currently. 76. It was 88. Ooh. Man, I nearly passed up. Okay, it's going down. Okay. <laughs> but back to this. <clears throat> With her hands together, 
Yobo opens her fingers like Spock. Slide your fingers between my... Take a peek. <laughs> Looks like a pussy. <laughs> you, you, you guys ever do that, child? <laughs> you can see a vagina. Very fucked up. But there... Alright, um... She reaches her hands out to Evelyn, who is two days to resist. We have familiar ominous rumble. Open up. Take a peek. Evelyn grimaces as she realizes the infamous playground hand vagina trick. In which young boys approximate the appearance of a vagina. Evelyn reluctantly opens up her hands and peeks inside. The rumble is deafening storm. Her eyes go wide. Between her fingers, a large white room with a dark swirling mass. Like a churning black hole that resembles a bagel. What is it? A bagel. I got bored one day. So I put everything on a bagel. All of my hopes and dreams. My old report cards. Every breed of dog. Every last personal ad on Craigslist. Sesame, poppy seeds, salt. And it collapsed in on itself. When you really put everything on a bagel. It becomes this. The truth. Strange peace comes over Evelyn's face. Truth. Nothing matters. No joy. You don't believe that. Feels nice, doesn't it? If nothing matters, then all the pain and guilt that you have for making nothing of your life goes away too. Sucked into a bagel. Ooh. Evelyn tries to resist, but her eyes begin to turn black. Slam a burl. A blur of skin and metal sends Jobu Tupaki smash it through a wall. What? Rumbling stops, and Evelyn steps out of the spell. Evelyn looks up to see Gong Gong. Get to a stop in a motorized vehicle, motorized wheelchair. Freaked out with equipment from around the office. It's Alpha Gong Gong. Father? I'm not your father. At least not the one you know. I am. God, you too? Alpha Gong Gong removes his shoe and sneezes it like smelling salts to wake up Wayman. What are you doing here, sir? We need to go. All three hurried down the hallway. Jobu Tabaki stumbles out of the smash hole in the wall, unfazed, not a little annoyed. She lifts her head to tune into an unheard frequency. Click. She leaves. Gong Gong slams the door shut. Gong Gong slams the door shut. Sir, I have this under control. Evelyn tries to focus on their conversation, but her mind is all over the place. She looks drunk. Alpha Gong Gong zips around the room, barricading the door with furniture. They speak in hushed whispers. There's nowhere near ready. Once again, you deliberately disobey me. Cause another mind to be compromised. You know what we have to do now. Sir, no, please. She's not like anything we've seen. She could finally stop Jobu Tsubaki. 
You mean the monster that is in my daughter? What'd you tell me from the beginning? I was waiting for the right time. She's using my beautiful joy to kill people. That's why you will stop her. Alpha Gangong scoffs at the idea. But how? You dance that man to death? There's no way. No way I'm the Avalon you're looking for. No, I see it clearly. See what? I'm not good at anything. Exactly. I've seen thousands of Evelyns, but never an Evelyn like you. You have so many goals you never finish, dreams you never follow. You're living the worst you. God damn, imagine hearing that from somebody. You are living the worst you. You are shit. I can't be the worst. What about the hot dog one? No. Everyone here agrees. This one's worse. Can't you see? Every failure here branched off to success for another Evelyn and another life. Most people only have few significant alternate path life paths so close to them. But you here. You're capable of anything because you're so bad at everything. Jesus. Evelyn isn't sure if she's flattered or insulted. Grabs Alpha Wayman to study herself. What good is all that power in her, if her mind is already succumbing to the chaos? There's a knock at the door. They go quiet. Hello? Hello? They all freeze up. Mom? Dad? What's going on? This is just another one of her tricks. Evelyn backs away from the door. Alpha Wayman confers with his team via Bluetooth. Sir, our readings indicate that's not Jobu. If she's not here, then where? Oh no. In the middle of the road, a lone figure. Jobu! Alpha Gong Gong video conferences in from another base. Do not engage! Run! Run! Alpha Wayman can tell he won't have a choice. Lawrence Flash as the RV violently swerves. Alpha Wayman turns to Gong Gong. Watch these two here while I deal with Jobu. I'm not risking the safety of the Alpha first for this. Alpha Gangan drops his head and begins snoring. It's a get us as far away from joy as we can. I'll be back, I promise. Hangs his head and snaps back as normal Wayman. Hello? I can hear you guys in there. Where are we? Wayman pushes the furniture away. And opens the door. Joy steps in, scrolling through a missed calls message. Joy? Why are you here? I have no fucking clue. It's a language. I'm sure there's a very good explanation for all this. Wow, very cool clothes. Evelyn shoves Joy into an office chair, begins frantically taping her arms with packaging tape. What the fuck, Mom? Evelyn, stop that! It's for our protection. Our daughter's mind has been taken over by Joe Booby Tubaki. Possess. Alpha you and Alpha Gong Gong want me to fight her, but she is too powerful. Wayman puts his hands on her shoulders, calmer. What are you talking about? Are we, like, all having a stroke? You can't remember anything because your bodies were under control of other universes. Oh, that explains it. We're like puppets. You could do things you normally can't do, like... We're like... What's that movie? Rakakuni! Fucking love Rakakuni. What? You know, Rakakuni, the cartoon we watched it for your birthday in middle school? The cook, 
He makes bad food, but then a raccoon sits on his head and controls him. Then he makes good food. Right of everything that's happened, Troy laughs. She means Ratatouille. Ratatouille! Very good movie. No, it's Raccoon. Raccoon. Ratatouille's not a word. So, there's a Raccoon Me and a Raccoon Joy, and they're controlling us? From other universes. Joy and Wayman can't stop laughing. Evelyn, suddenly self-aware, drops the tape. She can't help but laugh a little, too. Evelyn... Evelyn turns to see her father is awake. She goes to him. Joy's phone begins to ring. It's Becky. Despite the tape, she's able to answer the phone while Waven tries to free her. Movie, watch the movie, watch the movie. Great film. Quickly, while she's distracted. Gong Gong covertly, covertly places a box cutter knife in Evelyn's hand. It's off a Gong Gong. Evelyn mouths what? Pushes the knife back. This is just protocol giving her one last universe to access. Evelyn shakes her head no. How can you defeat her how can you defeat her in every universe if you can't even kill her in one? She's your own god old granddaughter. He, pl he places the knife in her hand. Evelyn feels the weight of the weapon. Sacrifice is necessary to win this war. I know all too well. Jobu killing all the policemen. Hear Jobu's voice. Nothing matters. Evelyn grips the knife tighter. She turns and walks slowly to her oblivious daughter, who is still on the phone. Wayman laughs as he struggles to get the tape off Joy. Wait, why are you taped up? It's a long story involving raccoons, apparently. Gong watches as Evelyn gets closer. Mom? Evelyn raises the knife. Gong Gong nods in anticipation. Evelyn cuts the tape, releasing Joy. Hey, why'd you take the fun out of everything? I almost had it. Evelyn looks at Joy, knowing she made the right decision. Then you hear a click from behind. We turn to see Gong Gong has a gun in his hands. Evelyn immediately stands up to block her daughter. You're already under a spell. Gong Gong speaks English? Everyone stay calm. I keep saying Gong Gong, now it's like Kong. Oops, sorry. Everyone stay calm. I think it's time for a family discussion. I can't let you kill her. Shit, Gong Gong's lost it. Evelyn begins to breathe heavily. Her head is reeling as she experiences leaks from the other universes. Can't you see what's happening to your mind? My universe? You pushed your daughter, and you broke her. You created Jobu Tupaki. I'm gonna stop you now. It's only a matter of time before. You become just like her. Glancing back at Joy, Evelyn is overwhelmed with guilt. Then Eureka, an idea sparks in her head. Just like her. Evelyn looks to, looks Alpha Gong Gong squarely in the eyes, begins dancing. To no music. It's awkward. What are you doing? Her Bluetooth dances. Her Bluetooth devices blink green. No, you don't know where you jump. You can end up anywhere. She presses a button. Bam! She's an incredible dancer. That's enough. 
Evelyn pulls hand sanitizer from Wayman's pack and splashes in her eyes. It stings. Green light. I know you don't understand. This is something I have to do. With Wayman's voice. Overgongong oh. wheels up to Evelyn and places the gun directly in her head. Directly to her head. His eyes begin to water. Don't make me do this, Evelyn. Evelyn pulls a wad of $20 bills out and rips them in half. Green. She can barely stand. She doesn't do that. Maybe if I become like her, I could save my daughter. We are the sounds of another universe. Oh, I just remember the nasty part that happens here. What does she do? She does the hand sanitizer. I don't know. She definitely doesn't do the water $20 bills. There's sounds of the other universes in her head. On women's buzzing phone, the map blinks red. Critical. Alpha Gong Gong's face is now streaked with tears. Snot runs out of his nose. I cannot lose another loved one to the darkness. Evan looks back at Joy. He won't. Wipes a... This, this is the part that's disgusting. You won't. She swipes a piece of snot from Alpha Gong Gong's face and brings it towards her lips. Everyone gags. Green. Evelyn falls down against the desk behind her. Looks around confused. Where'd she jump? Jenna the universe. In the same spot, Evelyn wears custodian's outfit and holds a duster. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. A button underneath the desk blinks red. A secret bookshelf door sw swings open, revealing a panic room. The district manager comes out sweaty and red, followed by his dominatrix. Clean up in there. Gonna need extra work today. That is a cameo by Daniel Schnart. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking hilarious. It's not even a cameo because he appears later in the film as well. So technically not a cameo. So it's Evelyn a twenty dollar bill with a shushing gesture and with a shushing gesture and walks out. Janitor Evelyn pops open the cap of a bottle. Janitor Evelyn pops open a cap of a bottle of fancy whiskey, hocks a loogie into it. She smiles. Back in uh, our time. Sorry, Baba. She pushes the button under the desk and the secret door opens. Alpha Gangan breaks eye contact. Get in! Alpha Gong Gong can pull the trigger. Evelyn picks up the whiskey bottle, smashing the Alpha Gong Gong's gun, sending it flying out of his hand. Alpha Gong Gong wipes the whiskey from his face. The door clicks shut. Family are locked in a panic room. Oh wow, what is this stuff? Oh my god. Alpha Gong Gong disengages from his connection. Send every jumper with a counterpart in the area now. The Alpha Jumper is connecting. The jumping stations. Amongst them, Debbie the Dog Mom's counterpart closes her eyes. Debbie the Dog Mom is outside walking her dog. Her head goes limp. She turns and makes her way through the crowd of evacuees. See a handful of others walking towards the building. Others, security guards, random civilians. Family is in a small, dimly lit panic room. 
filled with a handful of kinky toys. A limp bag of cocaine and some wrinkly porno mags. And an Xbox. What the hell is going on with Gong Gong? Is this like a tax thing? Amy tries to get Evelyn to drink water. She's a mess. My Joy, I know you have feelings. Feelings that make you so sad, that make you just want to give up. It's not your fault. Joy leans in. Something is ringing true. It's her. She has your soul in your hands. She has your soul in her hands. I think the only way I can defeat her is to become like her. A little bit lost. Evelyn Wang of the 4659th Thetaverse has been summoned by the First Order of the Alphaverse. They all look at one another. Ragtag group of Alpha Jumpers stand in the room, ready to fight. They put a Bluetooth jumping devices at the front. It's Alpha Gong Gong. They're in direct violation of the First Jumper Tribunal Codes of Ethics. By endangering your mind, you've endangered us all. Surrender your and hand over your daughter or we'll be forced to remove you from this universe. Wayman looks over at Evelyn, who is staring at her. Staring up at the ceiling. Not fully here. He shakes her. Come back! Come back! Gets to a POV of her hands. Holding someone's hand. Touching a hot stove. Grabbing popcorn at the premiere. Wiggling because they, they are hot dogs. I'm here, but... I could still feel everything else more and more like a million nerve endings from the growing further and further. And the alpha jumpers now wear gas masks. One pulls a pen from a tear gas can and tosses it into ceiling vents. Alpha Gong Gong nods approvingly, rolls out of the room. Gas begins seeping through the vents. Sweetheart, I don't know what you're doing. But I think you're pushing things too far. She grabs the phone from Wayman. Warning is flashing. She zooms out to reveal many more untouched universes as gas filters all around them. Evelyn stumbles to her feet and grabs a motorized feather toy. She begins vibrating. Or not far, than, far enough. Joy cringes as her mom sticks a feather into her nose. Where the hell that's been? Ooh. Bluetooth devices flash green. All of the gas mask alpha jumpers begin doing random stupid things. One guy rips a chunk of hair out. Older lady sits on a photocopier with bare ass. It's a guy in the film. One is singing Ave Maria. It's an orgy of stupid. Also, this came out a month after Batman, so it's fucking hilarious that they were singing <laughs> Ave Maria. Green devices flash across the room. Evelyn presses the button and she downloads divergent memories from the opera verse. Evelyn as a child runs with sticks. She trips. Her father sings to her as a child. Now bandages over her eyes. Evelyn stands on stage alone wearing sunglasses in front of a huge audience. A single note from the string section. Unison both Evelyn's in hell. A large lungful of oxygen. As a blind opera singer sings her, her sustained notes, Evelyn unlocks and swings open the closet door in slow motion. Gas billows. With her eyes closed and her breath held, she dodges several blows from enemy jumpers. She grabs hold of two of the alpha jumpers' masks and rips them off. They gasp, gasp for air. 
She throws the gas mask into the panic room for her family. She ki someone kicks her from behind. Opera Elvelyn's voice falters and cracks. She disconnects as she hits the wall, but the epic opera music continues. She picks up a frog-shaped paperweight and tries to swallow it whole. Green, bam! A bridge of memories flash. Evelyn, a gymnast, falls off high bars. Crack! We're in an ankle cast. She watches someone else win at the Olympics on TV. Evelyn, in a uniform, spins a sign that says Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza. She's really good, but also kind of sad. Someone stops to take a selfie with her. Squad officer charges in with a riot shield. Evelyn deftly dodges him, steals the shield, and swirls it like a magnificent sign spinner. Locking bullets and mis miscellaneous sharp objects, the gas billow blows away from her, sending paperwork flying through the air. She slams the shield to the left, bam, and to the right, bam, knocking more foes over, smashing their Bluetooth devices. While Waveman and Joy emerge from the panic room, pull off the gas mask and watch Evelyn do the impossible. Evelyn smashes the sign into one final jumper. The shield shatters from impact. Holy shit. Oh, Evelyn! Is he dead? Just come on. No, she kicks him. He's breathing. He's like, ah, say he's not dead. The family hurries through the doors, keeping their head down as they head past a break room area amongst the cubicles. Something shrieks, then slams into Evelyn, knocking her back into the adjacent break area. Alicia yanks the creature back, and Debbie catches her dog just as they strike a menacing pose. Debbie begins swinging her weapon like a ball and chain. Her weapon is the dog. Pomeranian. Thank you, Scott, for telling me. Evelyn swings open a fridge, looking for a jumping pad. Grabs a two liter of orange soda and leaps out of the way just as the French bulldog slams into the door. Pomerania. Traps the dog inside. Evelyn runs for the exit, sticks a bottle, the bottle in her mouth, squeezes it violently, chugging all the soda in two seconds. The Frenchie flies at her face. Green. Bam. Chef Universe. Benny Hanos. Evelyn is a hibachi chef with incredible spatula skills. I just went to a hibachi for the first time recently. Very good, very nice. Oh, great. And back. She bends backwards, grabs a spatula and a cake knife off the floor, and expertly spins them, slicing the leash. The dog flies off into the cubicle. Debbie is furious. Evelyn grabs an egg timer and spins it on the spatula for a moment, then flicks it violently into Debbie's forehead. Knocking her unconscious. Holy shit. Evelyn rejoins her family, but suddenly has a headache. Leak from the chef universe. Evelyn accidentally drops her spinning egg into a customer's lap. Her manager pulls her aside and whispers in her ear. Are you kidding me? Again? If you don't step up, I'm giving some of your chefs to Chad. Evelyn looks over to see Chad, a young handsome chef who has a captive audience. Chad winks at Evelyn, who glares back. Evelyn hears a loud, ominous drum beat. Back in the IRS building, Evelyn turns to see Alpha IT guy drumming with two pipes so hard it's denting the splinter and splintering everything. He hits. 
He attacks with furious fast tempo. Evelyn fights with her spatulas, but they break. There was a modder at him and battles with him with a keyboard. But he drums each item into bits. She manages to hit his earpiece right as he does the same to her. Smack, they both disconnect. They're powerless. Evelyn looks to adjacent cubicle, spots an order of the mud trophy. For the first time, we realize how much it looks like a butt plug. Zip. The IT guy has undone his pants. Oh my. It's gotta happen. He gonna try it. He pulls aside his underwear and leaps for the trophy. He's going to use a butt plug trophy as a jumping pad. See how insane this script is? I absolutely love it. It's pretty much the same as the movie. Fucking phenomenal. Imagine, imagine pitching this film. I wonder what their pitch was. And how the fuck they got Michelle Yeoh. I know how they got Kihi Kwan. It's fantastic. How the fuck did they get Michelle Yeoh? Imagine going up to Michelle Yeoh and telling her about this script. <laughs> Explaining this scene to her. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> These guys are insane. I love it. Evelyn kicks away the trophy just in time. They fight over the trophy, grappling each other onto the ground as the trophy tumbles across the floor. Footsteps, a scream. Alpha security guard comes flying over both their heads with no pants. Hands on his ankles. His butt lands on a trophy. Oh no. His earpiece click green. This is the funniest movie of the entire. This fire, funny. Blah, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. This was the funniest moment of the entire movie. Everyone has to think fast. She blows on our IT guy's nose, on our IT guy's nose, making an involuntary trumpet noise. Green. She stands up to face the alpha security guard. Okay, this was um into that. This is actually Joy's idea. Wayman says, do jumpy jacks. Do something weird. She said, that's not weird. Blow on his nose and make him... Make him something. I forgot. But yeah. That was the setup. And then... Okay, so that was... Is that improvised? I don't know. She, he attacks the f with a furious series of Shoulin-style moves. Bows him until he hears another scream. Turns and, f and the IT guy is now even bigger trophy protruding from his butt. Auditor of the year. Oh my. They furiously attack. She cannot keep up. She managed to pull out both of their butt props and finally knocks them unconscious. Ugh. You know. Without proper training. Those things up the butt. That's going to cause some serious problems. I digress. Evelyn breathes a sigh of relief. Maybe makes a grossed out face. She self-consciously throws the props to the floor. Ew. The movie star universe. 
the movie premiere audience applause. Evelyn sees Alpha Gonga on the screen. What? A wheelchair slams into Evelyn. Alpha Gongong grabs across the floor, then pins her against the column with the pegs of his chair. Her arms and hands are trapped. She can't move anything except her pinkies. She holds a grenade. He holds a grenade. He pulls the pen. He's going to kill himself and take her down with him. Evelyn helplessly squirms her pinkies. The wounded Alpha Jumpers return to watch their leader suicide bomb the threat. Uh, women enjoy watch from the doorway, horrified. I'm sorry, Evelyn. Evelyn's Bluetooth turns green. What the fuck? Alpha Gungung looks down to see Evelyn is caressing his leg with her foot. That's not what happens in the film. See, here's, the, here's these differences. In a film, a fly f fly lands right next to her, <laughs> sniffs it. Ugh. In the Pinky universe, in training, Evelyn does nothing but Pinky push-ups every day of her life. Pinkies look like they are jacked on steroids. Evelyn's pinkies clamp down on the wheelchair pegs, breaking them. Using her strong pinkies, flick, flick, flick. Gong Gong and the chair go flying across the floor. The after grenade tumbles to some cubicles. The alpha jumper circular. Grenade explodes off camera. Evelyn strikes an intimidating pinky pose with as the debris and smoke circle through the air. They attack, but Pinky Evelyn destroys them one by one. She flicks the guy's baseball bat into splinters and flicks them across the room or into the air. They're all neutralized. There's a smash reference in here as well. She fl flicks a guy up in the air. There's the fucking uh, smash baseball bat sound. It's fucking great. I, I noticed it. Be like, ah, that's a fucking smash. I love it. Let me enjoy run over. Let me enjoy run over. Oh shit! Is Gong Gong like dead? Gong Gong is snoring. Evelyn lets out a sigh of relief. Suddenly, aware of. How exhausted her mind and body are, she falls into women's arms. It would be so hard to explain any of this to you. No need to explain. I've been watching you. Back. See how good I am? I want to do it. I want to defeat Jobu Tupaki. Hey, you got her name right. Evelyn, what you're doing is crazy. Reckless. Your stupid plan to somehow save your daughter has managed to piss off everyone in the multiverse. But it just might work. She coughs in pain and caresses her face. Alpha Wayman, are you okay? Don't worry. I'm just a burner Wayman. Used for, used for communication. I only wish I could be there to see you finish this. Jibu steps into the flipped RV where Wayman is all alone connected to his helmet. All the equipment begins to shut down. Blue screens of death. Smoke curling. Do what you will. Time is now limited. Jobu puts a finger to his lips. Rumble. Calmness falls over Alpha Wayman. Be careful out there, Evelyn. Do not let the chaos destroy your beliefs. They are all you have. I'm grateful that Chance was kind enough to give us these last few moments together. He goes in to kiss her. 
Evelyn's body tenses up. They're about to kiss. His lips quiver. His breath trembles. His eyes roll back. His head goes limp. Alpha Wayman? She holds him tight. Wayman lifts his head in a daze. What happened? Was that raccoon? Was that raccoon Wayman again? Raccoon Wayman is dead. Evelyn pulls away. Cooper returns enthusiastically applauding. Evelyn stumbles to her feet. So that's Raccoon Joy? Am I kidding it? You. You killed him. But now I'm going to stop you, Jobu. Now that I'm reaching my full potential. Cooper reaches out a hand. The eerie rumbling comes back. Still can't see what's happening. Evelyn raises her fist defiantly. Rumble intensifies. No, I can now see clearly. More clearly than ever before. Evelyn is now fully cross-eyed. We see confusing flashes of the other universes. Chef. She's trying to cook better than Chef Chad across from her. Taxes. She has a headache. Movie star. The audience laughs around her. Sign spinners. She preps to catch a spinning midair sign, etc. Jobu nods. Spark of excitement in her eyes. Suddenly, Evelyn vomits two liters of orange soda and a frog paperweight. She collapses to the ground. Jobu touches her limp body, but nothing. She pokes her a couple of times. No rumble. No pop. Just dead. Damn it. So close. What? No! No! Jobu crashes down and shuts Evelyn's vacant eyes. I'll see you again soon. Somewhere out there and all that noise. Wayman holds his dead wife's body while Jobu stands there. Stands over them for a moment looking remorseful. The feeling passes. The end. It's a funny thing. I was watching this the third time. Actually, no. First time I watched this, nobody got up. <laughs> the second time I watched this, watched my friend Matt, I saw a few people get up at this point. I was like, you guys really think that's the end? Uh. <laughs> third time I watched it, I was with Matt and Jamie. I got up at this part. I was like, all right, movie's over. That was good, right? Let's go. <laughs> then it comes back on. Jamie was so confused. It was funny. The movie universe. Applause. Credits begin to roll on screen. Pull out to reveal the audience. And just interesting ending. Very sad. Evelyn turns in her seat to see Wayman is next to her. Screams in his face before standing up to pat her body. She's still alive. Where is she? Our daughter. What are you talking about? Runs down the aisle and bursts through the doors. As Evelyn goes hunting for Joe Bootsbaki, she finds it increasingly more difficult not to get lost in the chaos in the science spinner universe. Evelyn looks down. She is now standing in the middle of the road, holding her sign. A horn blares. Evelyn looks up just in time to see a car driving straight towards her. She falls backwards. Opera Universe. 
Evelyn falls backwards onto the stage. The audience gasps. The microphone feedback squeals. From backstage, Gong Gong picks her up, but she pushes past him. The chef universe, Evelyn pushes through the prep kitchen door, looking for Jobu. Instead, she sees Chad. The young chef is taking off his chef's hat, sitting on his head. It's a raccoon, pulling his hair. It's Raccoonie, the talking, cooking raccoon. Now we're cooking while nobody's looking. Raccoonie notices Evelyn and drops the hair, causing Chad's arms to drop. This isn't what it looks like. You can't tell anyone. Please, I'm begging you. Ah! Raccoonie grabs Chad's hair and puppets him to try to stop her from leaving. She panics and shuts the door again. He makes her makes him grab a knife and about to kill her. Suddenly, someone puts a blindfold over her eyes. Jobu, stop with the games. Deidre, I thought maybe we could have a special night. She struggles to pull off her blindfold. She has hot dog hands, candles everywhere, romantic music plays. Deidre begins slapping her thighs with her hot dog hands and circles Evelyn. Evelyn recognizes the beginning of the love ritual from the musical on TV. Evelyn pushes Deidre over and runs out the door. In the movie star universe, Evelyn is guided out by a very concerned Wayman. She closes her eyes to block out the confusion. Collapses into Wayman's arms. He's using a napkin to pat her head dry. My clay pot is leaking. I can... Think of whatever nonsense I want to, it's somewhere out there, it exists. It's real. Just think happy thoughts. Spaghetti. Baby. Noodle boy. We hear the sound of water boiling. This. This is the deleted scene. Remember, I mentioned earlier that on the DVD, there are deleted scenes and there's deleted universe. The Noodle Universe is the leaded one. Uh, does it say anything about it on here? No. Okay. The interesting is, end the shooting script. And it's very interesting that it's in the shooting script, considering it's no actors. <laughs> it's literally just macaroni and noodles. Evelyn is a long strand of spaghetti and a pot full of spaghetti. One little macaroni approaches her. He'll be voiced by a small child. This is Spaghetti Baby Noodle Boy. Mommy, mommy, it's throwing day. You think they'll pick me? Think they'll, I'll stick on the wall? Today will I become a man? Noodle Evelyn looks at her macaroni son in disbelief. Shut up, Spaghetti Baby Noodle Boy. Wow, it's very rude of you, Evelyn. Various universes, and in rapid succession, we cut to several versions of Evelyn, all screaming, sitting in an IRS cubicle, sitting on a bus, tied to a stake above a fire, with an old leather boot. Shut up, shut up, shut up! She closes her eyes tight to block it all out. Back in the, in the action universe, a women's phone... Evelyn's mental map spreads further and further. Also, the Noodle Universe would have qualified it as animation as well. Different genres, you know. 
So we got drama, comedy, action. Kind of animation. It's kind of kind of animation though. Um there's another one I'm forgetting. Why am I forgetting it? Romance. Stupid. Of course there's a romance. Wayman and uh, Evelyn. It's romance. I feel like there's another one. It's definitely not horror. A little bit of coming of age. Not musical. Because they don't sing at all. Most was Rakakuni. Evelyn doing opera. That's it. Uh... I don't think there's any other ones. But look at all those fucking genres I just listed, though. On Wayman's phone, Evelyn's mental map spreads further and further. But then, it stops. Evelyn is staring off into the distance. A sweet a little sweat rolls down her forehead. She has stabilized. Wayman has his hand on her shoulder. Okay, caught you staring off into space again. Looks around to confirm, yes. There on the wall is a picture of Joy as a child. I did it. Job! You could drop off the paperwork before the party starts. Wayman hands her a Tupperware of more cookies for Mrs. Deidre. Written on it. Before heading down to the laundromat carrying plastic cutlery and other supplies. She stands to go, but then stops suddenly. Aware of a receipt in her hand, still suspended between two piles. She places it a pile, then splits into two hands. Universally, she placed a receipt in each pile. Looks down, quietly amazed. Part 2. Everywhere. Bzz, bzz. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said bzz, bzz. It's just a bzz, bzz. Buzz, buzz. Evelyn opens the stairwell door. A small group of Chinese men begin singing in Evelyn's confused face. Wayman, carrying a cheap Chinese dragon costume, steps out to greet his men's church choir. Okay, okay, shh, don't want to spoil the surprise. His friend, he leads his friends through a mostly decorated laundromat. Evelyn spots someone approaching. It's Joy and Becky. Hey mom, so about this morning, strikes a fighting pose but almost falls enough with your tricks what's up out of my daughter i know you're in there she points at joy's forehead but her finger begins to sway back and forth joy and becky share a look mom are you already drunk joy's head knocks forward and lo looks up jibu's baki has arrived he watches evelyn with focused fascination becky you help my dad get ready for the party. Becky gives Jobu a curious look as she goes. They're all alone. You see it all, don't you? Jobu slowly steps forward, forcing Evelyn to step back into. Forced. In various universes, Evelyn and Joy are now in a forest. Evelyn nods. Continues to back up cautiously. You can. He turns a branch into a katana. See how everything is just a random rearrangement of particles in a vibrating superposition. 
the jailhouse, Jobu's the cop. Evelyn's the escaped inmate. They slowly move their way past jail cells, eyes locked onto one another. I don't know what you just said, but I can do this. Evelyn grabs a mop from a bucket, swinging it over her head. Viking Evelyn is now wielding an axe against Jobu's katana. That's not in the film. Just no Viking. You see how everything we do. She plunges a katana into her own stomach. No blood. Instead, candy spills out. They're now Jobu-shaped and Evelyn-shaped pinatas hanging from trees being hit by unseen children. It just gets washed away in a sea of every other possibility. Evelyn Pinata gets hit in the face and attacks his universe. Evelyn reacts as if she got hit in the face. Shake it off pinata tissue paper from her shoulder. You're everywhere. You're like me. That's right. I'm the one you've been looking for. I'm the one who will defeat you. You still think that's what this is all about? Alright. Hit me. Evelyn rushes though to punch at Jobu. As they make contact, the deep rumble builds. Only the apartment they're playing chess. Now on a tiny bike, one is choking the other. The vice versa. Finally, we see one universal where Evelyn hits herself. Another where she hits Jobu. And another where she hits Jobu. Bam! Jobu falls to the ground. Evelyn winces in pain. She looks at her own fists in confusion. Evelyn seems oddly excited. The doors swing open. It's Wayman. Evelyn plays it cool. Oh, Evelyn, what are you still doing here? We're just practicing for karaoke. But you're going to drop off our paperwork. Don't worry about that. I said I'll take care of it. One last sad look, Wayman leaves. Okay, so Stephanie should improvise this. Fucking great. It's a beautiful scene that she does. Evelyn puts her hands up to get the fight but struggles to keep standing. Jobu plops down on a sofa annoyed. We don't want to fight. Then why? Why? Why was I looking for you? Jobu picks up a potted fern and sucks it like a bong. Drops the fern to Evelyn, who refuses it, but tentatively sits down. Her head is reeling. Jobu's smoke rings come out in the shape of a Q plus A. Do you have an A that Q? Not there yet. But you're close. Close? Spread out across infinity. We can speed this up. Before Evelyn can react, they both sink into the sofa. Slightly different in the film. Okay. Jobu flops onto the chair in the not destroyed Alphaverse RV. Parked on the side of the road. Alpha Wayman is sipping out some tea due to crossword. Okay, whoa, this is different. This was not in the film. I gotta watch the deleted scene again. I don't remember it too well. I think this is in the deleted scenes. I'm not too sure. But you could see why they didn't put this in. Because they didn't want women to look like he was uh, working with her. Oh, hi, Jobu. Did you just take over Joy's body again? Yeah, I'm trying to give this Evelyn the whole spiel. 
You think this might be the one? Jobu shrugs. She picks up a pen and fills out a crossword. An Alpha Wayman's crossword. The lid on an urn that holds Evelyn's ashes opens and closes, begins to talk. That's that's in the um deleted scene. Evelyn's ashes is talking. You get a glimpse of it in the actual film. I think it's like one or two shots of the urn actually moving. Alpha Wayman, you're alive! How? Alpha Wayman picks up Evelyn Urn. Oh, did one of the Alpha Waymans tell you to murder Joy because she's some evil monster? Sorry about that. I used to be quite the extremist myself back in the day. Wake up, Alpha Wayman. Remember? She's building a bagel. Destroy my world. All the worlds. Just like she destroyed the Alphaverse. Alpha Wayman and Jobu share a knowing look. Wasn't you know what destroyed the Alphaverse? You did. Well, we all did. When you discovered verse jumping. Suddenly, anyone could find whatever version of the truth they wanted in the multiverse. Everyone got more and more opinionated and just kept fighting. So there's no evil villain really or nefarious plot or anything. It's a whole lot of confusing hop up. That I decided to stay far away from. Okay, yep, I get that, I get it, I get it. Fix another sip of tea. No, Alpha Wayman, please, call me Wayman. I dropped Alpha a long time ago. You brainwashed like all those other people. Jobu sighs and walks past the curtain. Evelyn and Jobu land in the Grand White Hall. Okay, so yeah, that whole scene is not in a film. All of this, the Alphaverse, that's not in the film. I believe that is deleted or altered quite a bit. Jobu and Evelyn land at Grand, Grand Whitehall. Jobu is dressed like alien royalty. Evelyn is dressed like a peasant. Evelyn looks around and sees many followers dressed like her. With an ashy black circle marked across their forehead. I thought that said Ashley Birch. Shout out Ashley Birch. I love her. Because Aloy. Sorry. Yes, I do love. I do love Horizon. Digress. On the opposite end of the hall is a large white veil with ominous rumbling emanating from within. The bagel. Praise be the bagel. Praise be the bagel. I breaded it. I breaded the bagel. The bagel. Jobu smiles. Evelyn turns to run the other direction, but Jobu's followers, led by Bagel Deidre, swarm around her. Block her exit and slowly force Evelyn towards the bagel. Please, she has brainwashed you. No. Jobu Tabaki has brought peace to this world. Most care too much, have too much passion, too much self-righteousness. It clouds the mind, but what happens when that gets sucked into the bagel. No more beliefs. No more war. No, our beliefs are all we have. Decree one, rule one. There is nothing more dangerous than someone who believes they are right. I get it, I get it. Um, Decree and rules. 
those are not in the phone. So, yes. I'm not sure if I said that earlier, but anyway. Followers push Evelyn past the first veil, leaving Deidre behind, revealing a much bigger hole. Look, please, just give me my daughter back to me. We can leave each other alone forever. Sorry. No can do. Why not? I am your daughter. Your daughter is me. Every single version of Joy is Jobu Tabaki. Hi. Jobu hands her a Dr. Seuss-style children's book titled, I Am Your Daughter. Your daughter is me. No, I saw my daughter. Tell me. Which Evelyn are you really? The chef? The movie star? That hot dog one? I am not the hot dog one. I'm the only seeing... I am only seeing these things because my mind is broken like an old pot. It's not broken. It's being opened. That pot was a prison. You're finally free, like me. I have felt everything your daughter has ever felt. I know the joy and pain of having you as my mother. And you know, I've only done what is right for you. For her. Right? Right? It's a tiny box invented by people who are afraid. And I know what it feels like to be forced into that box. Evelyn and Joy are in a car, parked on the side of the highway. This is a flashback, by the way. After a tense conversation, neither of them speak. Until finally, Evelyn continues driving. To share a piece of myself that I was so scared to share only for you to say nothing. Drive away. With your life as if nothing happened. Flashback from earlier today, we meet Becky. The moment Becky meets Gong Gong, we linger on Joy's face. No, it's not like that. It's Gong Gong. He's from a different generation. You can stop hiding behind him. You feel relieved. You don't have to choose anymore. Choose? Between loving me or hating me. You can do both at the same time. Now that you are just like me. They're getting closer to the veil. The followers pull visors over their eyes. Again, parting the curtains to hide the bagel. The rumbling intensifies. No. No, I'm not like you. You're young. Your mind is always changing. I still know who I am. You have no idea what you've done. You're stuck like this forever. Just like me. No, I'm going back with my, fam with my joy. My family. Live my life. A happy life. Jobu looks her straight in the eye. Trace of sympathy in her expression. Okay. Good luck with that. Jobu rips open the final veil. The rumble is deafening. Evelyn glances at the bagel. Immediately transfixed. Her eyes grow wide. Through the swirling bagel black hole, we can see guests arriving to the party. Clemson... We glimpse the meaninglessness of all of Evelyn's lives swirling in the bagel. In the Texas universe, Marjorie Matt, on autopilot, Evelyn hugs and greets guests after guests, introducing them to Gong Gong with a strained smile on her face. She sips from drink to drink. Wait, what the hell? Where did I read that? I am stupid. She sips a drink and <laughs> she nods along to mundane conversation. Rick, their creepy regular, leans into Evelyn and inhales deeply. Her phone rings. Incoming call from Deidre. Oops. 
Reaction universe. Evelyn lies dead on the floor. One alpha jumper sees the map. Evelyn's mind still has dots spreading further. His eyes go wide. The hot dog universe. Evelyn stares at Deidre, who's given Evelyn one final plea through tears. Chef universe. Evelyn accidentally overshoots a shrimp and hits a customer in the face. The customer looks pissed. Movie star universe. Wayman is. Smoking a cigarette with Evelyn reminiscing. Oh, this is the beautiful, beautiful part of Wayman. This is, uh, what, what I'm an Oscar. This scene, the movie star universe where he's talking to her. Oh my God. Most power. One of the most powerful scenes of all of 2022. Absolutely fantastic. Before you are asking about our daughter, it's crazy. But it really got me thinking. What if you had come with me all those years ago? The Texas Universe Deidre drones on as Evelyn watches the men's choir sing and drink the Gong Gong's health. Off screen, the amount of disrespect to not even show up this evening? Shut up. What did you just say to me? I said shut up. You don't matter. This doesn't matter. Mrs. Wang, I am through with Evelyn hangs up. That felt good. Okay, they didn't mention that that uh she called her. She's on the phone. That's what happens. Alright. The customer she hit with the shrimp is now talking to Evelyn's boss. She throws shrimp at her boss. She storms out of the restaurant, casually pulls off Chad's hat, revealing Rakakuni. <gasps> oh, you bitch. Alpha Gong looks from the phone to Evelyn, who gets up. Not dead. His worst nightmare. Evelyn recognizes the receipt on the ground as one of her own. She picks it up and stares at it. The Temple Universe. Evelyn's eyes begin to turn black. The Taxi Universe. Evelyn now holds a microphone. And she's about to perform karaoke. Wayman, dressed as half-dressed as a Chinese dragon, looks on anxiously from the office doorway. Happy New Year. Thank you for coming. Another year. Wow. What do I even say? The Action Universe. One of the first jumpers approaches Evelyn. She nonchalantly grabs him. We hear the rumbling. The multiverse. The man begins to scream in horrible pain. Pop. He's now a sack of potatoes. Turn Sanders into potatoes. We're too late. Evelyn, please calm down. Evelyn Wayman reaches out to stop her. She shrugs him off. Evelyn stares out into the city traffic with unfocused eyes. Sweet, sweet Wayman. You want to know what would have happened? What if you wake up every day in a tiny apartment over a failing laundromat? Evelyn is talking through her microphone. All her guests are aghast at what she is saying. Another year, we are still keeping our heads high. Pretending that we know what we're doing. But really, we're just running around in circles. Doing laundry and taxes, laundry and taxes. She pulls out the force papers and hurriedly signs them. No more running in circles. Jobu nods in excitement. She is finally seeing it. The door opens. Deidre is flanked by two policemen. Mr. and Mrs. Wang... You have given me no choice but to authorize the seizure of both your personal and business assets. In 48 hours to vacate your home, 
Otherwise, we will have to remove you by force. Toss began to put locks on laundromat doors. What is happening? Wait, Evelyn, tell her you already dropped off the paperwork. You dropped it off, right? Wayman grabs her by the shoulders. Wayman grabs Evelyn. The rumble begins. Evelyn can't stop it. I can't read this. I think this says we see flashes of her painting. His face spinning on him. Dancing with him. Throwing the voice papers at him. And even kissing him at the, in the movie star universe against his will. What are you doing? Everything. Ooh. Evelyn watches as Rakakuni is carried away in a cage by animal control employee. Chad is being held back by other employees. You're not going. You're not going to stick, spaghetti baby noodle boy. You're a different kind of possum with the hole. Nobody else has a hole. Spaghetti baby noodle boy goes limp in the pot. Mm. Spaghetti baby noodle boy. <laughs> Wayman push, pushes Evelyn off and backs away horrified. Back in the hot dog universe, Deidre is packing a bag. Back in the hot dog universe, Deidre is packing a bag. She's incredibly difficult to pack with floppy fingers. In the temple universe, Jobu pushes Evelyn closer and closer to the bagel. Evelyn begins to nod. All of this time, I wasn't looking for someone who could feed me. I was looking for someone who could see what I see. Feel what I feel. Ignoring everyone else, Evelyn pokes at the paint stain on the ceiling with her baseball bat. Evelyn turns and walks right up to Deidre. Carrying a bat, the police palm their weapons. She walks up to the laundromat window and places a hand against the glass. That someone is you. I've always hated this place anyways. Evelyn smashes the front window of her laundromat. Opera Universe. Evelyn is singing, come on Barbie, let's go Barbie. Over and over again. Pause the feedback into the mic. Audience heads for the exits. Not a single moment will go by in your mind without every other universe screaming for your attention. Spaghetti Baby Noodle Boy is sinking to the dark bottom of the pot alone. What I would give a hole for no... Why would God give me a hole for no reason? That's what I'm saying. Why, why, why I got a hole for no reason? I won't say which one. My mouth. What if it was just sealed shut? Anyway. The Texas Universe. Evelyn throws the karaoke machine out the window as she's restrained by one of the policemen. Her hands are zip-tied behind her back. The Action Universe. Rumbling stops with a deafening pop. Silence. One gas. Every Evelyn looks down to see she has stabbed Wayman in the side with a shard of glass. Blood begins to pour from his side and her hand. Never fully there. A lifetime of fractured moments, contradictions, and confusion. On Wayman's phone, bright red warning flashes and red dots are everywhere. Alpha Gong Gong demands the Alpha Jumpers to aim their weapons at her. They tremble. With uncertainty. Temple Universe. The black swirling bagel begins to overtake the entire screen. Evelyn's eyes are fully black. Weird. 
with only a few specks of time where anything actually makes sense. Just hilarious accidents. Revel in a center frame, rapidly shuffling through universes. Her stoic expression remains the same. Transformation is complete. She's finally everywhere. All at once. Music fades. She closes her eyes. She finally understands Shobu. She slumps to the ground. She becomes a rock. A literal rock. And this is where people were saying, Holy fuck. I cried at a goddamn rock. <laughs> it's actually quite fucking amazing. Empty fields. Two rocks. The wind blows through the dirt. Silence rain. Almost eerily so. Beats. The beats. Oh, good. You're here, too. Where are we? One of the universes where the conditions weren't right for life to form. Most of them are like this, like, anyway. Most of them are like this, actually. It's nice. Yeah, you can just sit here and everything feels really far away. Also, by the way, you don't hear any of this. This is no dialogue. This is all on text on the screen. I would just show this, but... Actually, no, it would be funnier if I just do... be a rock I actually do want to read this line these lines because this is fucking great god please we're all stupid small stupid little humans it's like our whole deal for most of our history we knew the earth was the center of the universe we killed and tortured people for saying otherwise since it's revealing a dense sky of stars then we find out Earth is revolving around a sun, which is just one sun out of trillion suns. Now look at us. Trying to deal with the fact that out of all that exists in one universe out of who knows how many. Every new discovery is just a reminder. We're all small and stupid. Who knows what great new discovery is coming next to make us feel like even smaller pieces of shit. Language. Seriously? Joking. That was a joke. Ha 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 A big fucking joke. Fuck. They both laugh, making each other laugh more just because they are both laughing and Jobu stops. Fuck. What's wrong? Shadow falls over them. Jobu will never stand before the bagel together. You know, I you know why I actually built the bagel? It wasn't to destroy everything. It was to destroy myself. I wanted to see if I won, if I went in, would I die? Like actually die? Evelyn stares ahead, scared, unsure what this means. Jobu takes her hand. At least this way, I don't have to do it alone. 
What is that command that I have? I forgot what command I have. Hotline, I think it is. Hold on, let me check. Smash boy hotline. That is my that is the thing. You matter if you're you you matter you are needed in this world if you are in crisis you can call 988 to reach a suicide and crisis lifeline or text IDM to 741-741 to reach a trained crisis counselor from crisis line crisis text line in the US yeah. part of that is from I don't mind when I died on my stream but yes still that is a number you can call if you ever feel like you want to just do that. Please don't do that. Be a great, great, great thing to keep you here. And a great way to spend some time with you. Just continue. See what you can do. Because even though it might look bleak now, there's always something in the horizon. Ben and Wes. Sorry. Slight joke. Ease attention. You know what I'm talking about. Something very deep and personal here. Don't. Let's skip back to it. Evelyn stares deep into the swirling black hole. It's peaceful. Like a white noise machine. Her eyes cross over. What about the raccoon? What was it, Noodle? My silly husband. What was his name again? You don't have to worry about those things anymore. Evelyn, there's, wait, oh, I was reading the wrong one. Evelyn is unsure of what, as they approach, the light pulls away from their faces. Evelyn's eyes begin to turn black again. They hear a faint sound, voices. It's Wayman and Deidre. Evelyn turns through the swirling darkness. Comes the image of Wayman trying to talk down a pissed off Deidre. Comes into focus. There he is. My silly husband, crazy person. Probably making things worse, but against all odds, Deidre's face softens. Takes Wayman's hand, gently pats it. Evelyn's curiosity draws her back into the laundromat. Back in the Texas universe. Evelyn watches in shock as Wayman walks back to her. Everything is going to be okay. She looks back to see Jobu in front of the bagel. Evelyn! Bagel! That was a great one. Bagel! I love that. Evelyn, ignore it. Come back. And reaches over and holds Evelyn's face in his hands. Going to give us another week. One last meeting. One of the officers cuts her zip ties. Evelyn looks over at Deidre and pulling the lock off the door. Deidre shakes her head, equally shocked she is letting her off. How? That's impossible. Statistical inevitability. Nothing special. I don't know. I just talked to her. Evelyn looks over at Deidre. She gives Wayman one last nod for one last nod for stepping outside with a cigarette. That's it. Wayman shrugs, again sweeping the glass with the broom. Evelyn hears a voice from another universe. Take a week, don't you? Gets up, she suddenly has a lit cigarette in her hand. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so... Alright, alright, all right. never mind, never mind, never mind. I was thinking, alright, never mind, never mind. I was thinking that they changed this, but oh well. When we first fell in love all those years ago, your father would say I was too sweet for my own good. Maybe he was right. Evelyn sees through her cloud of cigarette smoke. Alpha jumpers are still pointing their weapons at Evelyn. Wayman stumbles between them, holding his bloody wound. And this is the scene, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. I don't know. It's the only thing I do know. Okay, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That is not that's not the scene we we're reading right now. So I'm going to cut that out. All right. Please, can we stop fighting? Alpha Gongong shakes his head at these naive words. You tell me. It's a cruel world, and we're all just running around in circles. I know that. I've been on this earth just as many days as you. Is it this one? I don't know. It's the only thing I do know. Okay, never mind, never mind. Alright. Sorry. I know you're all fighting because you're scared to confuse. Evelyn takes a small step back. The alpha jumpers begin to regain their positionings. I'm going to read from this. Once we get into this. What page are we on? 105, correct? Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, look at that. We're almost done. Wait a minute. Yeah, we're not on 105. Hey. You got an extra page in here. This. This is on 104. I don't know. You can't see it. But this is on 104. You mother lovers. I'm confused too. One moment I'm here, next moment I'm there. I still haven't seen any raccoons all day. I don't know what the heck is going on, but somehow it feels like this is my fault. I don't know, the only thing I do know. Oh wait, oh sorry, that's the scene. I don't know. The only the thing, thing I do know, do know is, is that, that we have, have to, to be kind. kind. Be kind. Please. Okay. Be kind. Oh, a little bit. All right. Okay. Improvising a little bit. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Definitely. I chose to see the. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is different. This is different. 
Whoa, this is different. Hold on. Hey, Evelyn. Bagel. Bagel. I love it. Uh, that is not. You can still turn around and avoid all this. Please. Please. It's too late to win. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Evelyn looks at her bleeding self-husband like she's never seen something so beautiful. Music begins to play. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Pause you. Pause. Pause a little bit. You know, I, I, I'm i not quite caught up. Slow down there. Slow your roll. <clears throat> the same romantic music from the movie Saw Universe when she saw Wayman in the crowd. Evelyn stare lingers before she turns away from the bagel and hugs Wayman hard. In the Texas universe. In the action universe, Evelyn takes Wayman's hand. We hear a rumble begin to grow. Evelyn looks at him and we reveal. Abstract, delicate shots of Wayman throughout the multiverse. It's ecstatic, overwhelmed, crying while laughing, bored. Evelyn is seeing a whole complete version of her husband for the first time since he fell in love. Maybe ever. And we end on most beautiful line so even though you may have broken my heart again I wanted to say in another life I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you oh that is beautiful god Kihikwan you deserve that fucking Oscar dude you're amazing he turns to go Holding Wayman, Wayman, Evelyn can't look away from him. What? What's wrong? Oh. This is the Texas universe. Alright, we're in the Texas universe now. Holding Wayman, Evelyn can't look away from him. Oh. What? What's wrong? Nothing. That piece. Okay, they don't say anything in this. Just such a beautiful scene. Oh, I love him. I love him. He's one of my favorites. One of my favorite characters of all time because it is. He's fucking beautiful. Oh. We're near the end, guys. An absolute beautiful scene. Highly recommend watching everything everywhere all at once. Check it out. Oh, this scene is just one in many many phenomenal scenes whoa it says we're here let's watch his oscar and the oscar speech. goes to why is it 360p are you kidding me 360p Kwan made his big screen debut in indiana jones and the temple of doom and played data in the boonies he holds a film degree from the USC School of Cinematic Arts and has worked mm. as a stunt coordinator and assistant director. Absolutely beautiful. Well deserved. Him and Brendan Fraser. Absolutely overcome with emotion for their big ones. Incredible stories and they finally got to tell. 
I'm not sure if he says it in the speech. I don't think he does. But I'll explain it after. Let's just watch his speech. Phenomenal. And if I have to cut this out of YouTube, fuck you, YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, hmm. I just want an Oscar. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Fuck you. Stop, stop making me cry. Don't make me cry. You know? My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, mm. I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to the Academy for this honor of a lifetime. Uh, thank you to my mom for the sacrifices she made to get me here. To my little brother, David, who calls me every day just to remind me to take good care of myself. I love you, brother. Uh, thank you to Kendall for all your support and everything you've done. Uh, thank mm -hmm. you to A24, uh, to Daniels, Jonathan, Jamie, Michelle, and my Goonies brother for life, Jeff Stephanie Cohen. I owe I think he everything He's to the love of my life. My wife, Echo, who... Who month after month, year after year for 20 years, told me that one day, one day, my time will come. Dreams are something you have to believe in. I almost gave up on mine. To all of you out there, please keep your dreams alive. Thank you, thank you so much for welcoming me back. I love you, thank you, thank you, thank you! Also, Troy Cutter is there. You know me. Love him and Coda. Back to back years, two of my fucking favorite oh, sporting Lord, I'm a big actors. When fucking incredible, incredible characters. Absolutely love it. Ah. What a great group. Again. Okay, so they cut this out or they put it, I think they put it in a different area. They put it in a different part of the movie. So that wasn't in the scene that I showed. Get back to this. When I choose to see the good side of things, I'm not being naive. It's strategic and necessary. It's how I learned to survive through everything. Wayman tries to cheer himself up by dancing and humming while he sweeps. Evelyn sees an untouched Tupperware of cookies with a bow. She looks down at the baseball bat she is holding. There are googly eyes stuck to it. It's smiling back at her. Aw. I know you go through life. 
their fists held tight, you see yourself as a fighter. Well, I see myself as one too. This is how I fight. Okay, all this that we see in the film, in the scene. He turns to find Jobu standing beside her, clearly annoyed. Jobu grabs Evelyn's arm and pulls her away from Wayman. Come on, Evelyn. Evelyn pulls away, and they are back in the IRS. Why the hell would you want to be here? Evelyn looks at Wayman. She can't help but smile. I... I don't know. I get it. You're feeling a good thing. You got your hopes up. I'm here to save you some time. Eventually, that goes away. Come on. Jobu swiftly grabs Evelyn's hands. Hand vagina trick. Rumble. Jobu open, opens her hands. Wind whips through, her, through the air. The bagel is now in the IRS building. The top of the stairs. Wind swirls. Objects. Rumble. Everyone cowers in fear except Jobu who heads for the stairs. I don't care if you come with me. Enjoy your life. Evelyn defiantly steps in between Jobu and the stairs. As Evelyn approaches her, Jobu raises both hands. In the temple universe, Jobu lifts her hands. Hooded figures blow on her horns. Her followers plug into the theater for his jumping machines. Back oh that's not in the film. Or is it? And it's very quick and subtle and I didn't notice it. If I didn't notice it, holy shit, that's something new I noticed. That's great. Back in the IRS, Bagel followers led by Deidre march into the room, forming a wall between Evelyn and Jobu. Evelyn attempts to push through the Bagel followers to get to Jobu. Deidre fights back, but Evelyn easily blocks her blows and she puts Deidre into a chokehold. Evelyn, please, no more fighting. Evelyn hesitates. She turns to see Wayman cower in the cubicle. The bagel followers pin her onto the ground. Jobu easily walks right past her, heads towards the bagel. Deidre rips a blade from a nearby paper cutter and holds it to Evelyn's neck. What did I tell you about caring too much, Evelyn? Evelyn clenches her fist, but she doesn't know how to get out without hurting anyone. She looks up at Deidre, who winds, her, winds back her blade. About to strike, time slows. The various universes. Back in the taxes, Evelyn steps out of the laundry mat, find Deidre nursing her vape pen. Neither of them talk at first, but Deidre offers Evelyn a drag from her vape. Careful, don't, don't want to make me change my mind again. She gives Evelyn a weary smile. Poor Exhalen. What did he say to you? He mentioned your situation. I remember when my ex gave me the papers. I drove his Kia Forte through his through the driver's kitchen. Evelyn looks back at the mesh created. Maybe that's why I've been really hard on you. I see myself in you. Both difficult women. Evelyn looks at Deidre. They're suddenly in the hot dog universe. Evelyn watches as hot dog Deidre walks out the door. Holding her suitcases with her toes, not her hands. 
Flashback. At the dinner party, Deidre is clearly uncomfortable, so Avalon places her feet on Deidre's. Deidre is playing piano with her toes, but Evelyn walks in. She immediately stops in embarrassment. Evelyn goes in for a hug, but Deidre pushes her away. You know what I say? Old, hysterical, unlovable bitches like us make the world go round. Evelyn slowly walks towards Deidre in a doorway. Lifts her toes to wipe Deidre's tears. I think she just used the hot dog fingers, but yeah. It's incredibly tender. The action universe. Evelyn looks in Deidre's eyes with deep understanding. Deidre's blade is an inch away from her neck. Suddenly the blade stops. Evelyn's foot has caught Deidre's arm. That's not true. Attacks the universe. What? Deidre's taking it back. Back in the action universe? You aren't unlovable. The hell are you talking about? Deidre's blade struggles against Evelyn's foot. There are always something to love. Even in stupid, stupid universes where we have hot dogs with fingers, we'd all be very good with our feet. Evelyn disarms Deidre, using nothing but her toes. She then uses her feet to swiftly jujitsu the bagel followers holding her back. She pulls Deidre in for a hug. Deidre resists. It is a universe where we both agree that no one could love you if we look hard enough something will prove us wrong. We are wrong. Stop this. Stop this now. Okay. Some of this is not in the film. Evelyn is hugging hot dog Deidre. Deidre drops her suitcase and fully lets go into the hug. In the taxi universe, Evelyn is hugging Deidre, who's clearly uncomfortable, trying not to reveal that she is moved. And back in the IRS, Deidre begins to break down her fellow bagel followers' whisper. I feel nothing. Decree 46, I mean 47. What's the decree? I, I feel... Hot dog universe, using her toes, Evelyn unbuttons Deidre's shirt and slaps her thighs. She be she is beginning the mating ritual. Deidre is over the moon. In the action universe, Deidre collapses to the ground. But no tears fall. She pulls out her verse jumping earpieces. She looks up at Evelyn. They give each other a knowing nod. Oh well, they don't. She doesn't do that in the film. They just, she just cries in the corner. Evelyn turns to see Jobu halfway up the stairs. But between them stand the followers and alpha jumpers who loaded up the team. At the top of the stairs is Rick loaded up with vintage military gear, including automatic rifle. Don't let her stop, Jobu. Open fire. No. Rick pulls the trigger. Evelyn steps in front of Deidre, blocking the shower of bullets. But instead of ripping through her, they stop and begin to rumble. Evelyn looks at a bullet, gently pushing up against her forehead. She grabs it. She reaches down the baseball bat concrete and plucks a googly eye from it. Pop. The bullet is now a, a googly eye. She sticks it to her forehead like a third eye. Pop. Every bullet touching her becomes a googly eye. She is pushing the googly eyes, setting them flying. Sticking into everything. Guns, helmets, computer monitors, everything. Suddenly a lot cuter. Evelyn Rock subtly jiggles. Just a little. 
Read! I'm kidding, kidding. Read it. Evelyn Rock wiggles around to reveal her rock now has two googly eyes. <laughs> Evelyn, what are you doing? Alpha Gong Gong shouts for everyone to attack. They charge. Evelyn nods. She's understanding her place in the noise. I'm learning to fight like you. Evelyn serenely dodges a kick. Ducks under a fist with a broken mug. Used as brass knuckles. She, used, she makes a bagel follower and alpha jumper kiss. She turns a grenade into a nostalgic perfume spray. In Rick's face, she stretches and cracks someone's back. In a good way. It's his neck, but yeah. We can't believe it. <laughs> An alpha jumper attacks with a pair of scissors. It's the district manager. Evelyn grabs the scissors. Rumble. In the janitor universe, janitor Evelyn grabs the ball gag from the wall. Pop. The scissors are now a ball gag. She pops it in the district manager's mouth. Bill Evelyn is dressed as a full, in a full dominatrix outfit. She bends the district manager over her knee and slaps him on the ass. Slap is so strong that it ripples through his whole body, sending the Bluetooth earpiece flying. With tears in his eyes, he mouths, Thank you, Mommy. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hilarious. Evelyn, shoes, she, Evelyn sees Jobu approaching the bagel, thinking quickly. She grabs the district manager's belt and turns it into a whip. He uses it to wrap around Jobu's ankle, which causes her to stumble down the stairs. Jobu looks up furious. Evelyn steps on Jobu's untied shoelaces, then turns into a charging bagel flower, bagel follower who holds a knife. It's her kung fu master. The movie star universe. On a bustling sidewalk, Evelyn chases Wayman through the crowd. She slams into someone. It's her master. You walk half the road, only to give up. She pulls out the cookie to talk to her. You once said kung fu could be anything, even that cookie. Master... I'm finally ready to chase a different cookie. Evelyn looks back at Wayman disappearing around the corner. She begins to attempt to take the master's cookie. The action universe. Ev Evelyn attempts to pull her master's knife from her hand. She succeeds and turns it to one of Wayman's smiley face cookies. Aww. Then shoves it in her mouth. Okay. <laughs> Though the master is confused, something seems oddly familiar about this. She's distracted. Evelyn knocks out her earpieces. Shoeless Jobu, Shoeless Jobu attempts to escape, but Michelle grabs her coat. Okay. <laughs> hey, little, little, hey, you, you, you gotta, you gotta mess up. Ah, <laughs> Michelle. You mean Evelyn? <laughs> hey, hey, the Daniels, best screenplay writers. They they accidentally messed up. Hey, that's fine. That's all right. See, this proves that this is always for Michelle. I know there was a joke that it was supposed to be Jackie Chan. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was Michelle. <laughs> Jackie Chan called her and said, "Hey, you know they approached me for the role first. <laughs> Kidding, because he's like a big star, and then she didn't really have that many big American movies. But like, yeah, he's joke. He's joking. 
they're good friends. It's beautiful. While she's distracted, Evelyn knocks out. Oh, hey, oh, sorry. Suddenly, a gun is up against her head. It's Debbie, the dog mom. She grabs the gun. Rumble pop. The gun is now a phone. A mid-video call with Deb Debbie's toddler son wearing a birthday hat. Oh. Oh. This was a uh, spaghetti baby noodle boy. And his voice is voiced by the human baby person boy. <laughs> Mom, are you coming? Remember daddy said I could have both mommies at my party this year. Aww. Debbie, the mom is overwhelmed with a moment of clarity. Aww. Now, I was going to say, could you maybe splice in everything everywhere and Marcel the shell somewhere? You know, put her put her in it. Because the dog mom is played by Jenny Slate. So is Marcel the show. You could, in theory. I'm thinking about doing it. I'm I probably won't because I don't have time, but I'm thinking about doing it. Anyway. I digress. This oh, here's back to the deleted universe. A stray spaghetti strand reaches out from the bottom of the fray and down to the depths of the pot to grab her son. What are you doing? Evelyn Spaghetti threads her noodle body through her macaroni son's elbow and lifts him from the bottom. It's throwing day to it's throwing day, spaghetti baby noodle boy. I'll be damned if my if a baby noodle boy of mine don't stick. Ooh. Noodle baby boy is shocked as the noodle baby boy can be. <laughs> Fucking stop making me say the noodle baby boy. Okay. So what it's implying is Evelyn was the other mom. It's impli it's implying. Although in this universe, no, it wouldn't be. Anyway, anyway, anyway. That's a great little connection, Spaghetti Baby Noodle Boy and uh Jenny Slate's character. You know, and she doesn't really get much, you know, besides that. The opening where she was talking to her and then the uh, scene later where she's fighting <laughs> with the dog. Anyway. It's great to see Jenny Slate. Love her. She's great. Evelyn yanks out Debbie the dog, dog mom's earpieces before gesturing her to leave. She nods and runs away. Mommy's coming, honey. Aw, Beautiful. A hand grabs Evelyn's hair and pulls her to the ground. She grabs her own hair. Turns into spaghetti, allowing her to free herself. Okay, that's not in. She desperately throws a fistful of spaghettis at Jobu. They bounce off and land on the floor, splat. Oh no, not spaghetti! What did you think was going to- Jobu slips on the spaghetti, stumbling down the stairs. I don't think- I think she just pulls her. A statistical inevitability. Evelyn turns around, grabs her attacker's hair, causing his arms to lift straight into the air, knocking his hat off. Chad? In the chef universe, Evelyn approaches Chad, who is slumped on the curb. That raccoon completed me. I'm useless alone. I never told anyone about my... 
hair condition. An action universe. Evelyn controls Chad's body using his hair. She holds him close and whispers in both universes. We're all useless alone. It's good that you're not alone. Chad fights back tears. Chad fights back tears. The chef universe, Evelyn hops onto his shoulders and grabs his hair. Together, we can save your silly raccoon. And the action universe, slow motion. Evelyn riding on Chad's shoulders, charges at a wall of followers and alphas. Wayman looks on in awe. Alpha Gongong, face hardens with anger. We reveal the aftermath. The alpha jumpers and bagel followers strewn across the floor in various stages of emotional release. One lady is holding the puppy laughing. Someone else is trying to hide the fact they're orgasming. Michelle. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Michelle turns to Jovu. Seems possibly impressed. But suddenly, she tumbles from Chad's shoulders. She falls to the ground. To the floor and is quickly pinned to the banister by mechanical arms. It's off Gong Gong and a makeshift off supply robot exoskeleton. Evelyn! The stern stare pierces her newfound confidence. Evelyn sees Gong Gong angrily trying to walk up the stairs. Despite uh, Wayman's protest, Evelyn rushes over to him. That's enough! I'm sorry, father, but do not call me father. No daughter of mine would act this way. Live this way. He sneers at their run-down laundromat. Oh, this is in the taxi universe, sorry. Damn, man. back in the action universe. Evelyn watches Jobu climbs the stairs towards the bagel. See? It's only a matter of time before everything balances itself out. That's the rock. I should have just... Anyway. In the noodle universe, they struggle against the other noodles. Evelyn catches Wayman... But the crowd is pushing her away in the movie star universe. Give it up. Sometimes. Give it up. Sometimes it's better to let a fantasy live up here. And in uh, the chef universe, everyone is staring Chad as they chase the animal control truck down the street. They aren't fast enough. Chad is cramp. In the taxi universe, some more guests leave. Joy watches from the back of the room. Alpha Gongong begins to crush Evelyn against the banister. Evelyn watches Jobu stop in front of the bagel. She's close enough to touch it now, but she hesitates. Just let her go. I can't, Baba. How on earth did you do it? How did you let me go? Words head off a of gong gong hard. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. No, I've spent all these years trying to see things through your eyes. I'm finally finding the courage to see things through my own. It's okay if you can't be proud. Because I finally am. From the back of the room, Jobu rolls her eyes. Up the stairs, Jobu winds back, about to leap into the bagel. Evan looks directly into Gong Gong's eyes. I am no longer willing to do to my daughter what you did to me. Alpha Gong Gong is taken aback. He loosens his grip, and Evelyn can finally break free. Jobu is just about to enter the bagel as Evelyn grabs her wrist. Evelyn holds Jobu's wrist in the taxi's universe. Jobu is not pleased. You may see in all of your greatest fears squeezed into one. I spent most of her childhood praying she would not end up like me. But she turned out stubborn, aimless, a mess just like her mother. But now I see it as 
it's okay that she's a mess. Because she's just like me. The universe gave her someone kind, patient, forgiven to make up for all she lacks. She looks from Wayman to Becky, smiles. Before Jobu can stop her, Evelyn grabs Becky's hand. Bah. This is Becky. This is Joy's girlfriend. Gong Gong's face remains stoic. Becky and Jobu exchange looks of shock. Wayman is so proud of his wife. He pulls the divorce papers from his pockets. He contemplates the signature at the bottom. In the action universe, Jobu turns and looks at her mother. Evelyn walks Becky Jobu to Gong Gong. In the rock universe, Evelyn Rock moves another inch closer to Jobu. Raid. Jobu Rock starts to wiggle away. Rock chase commences. A rock chase commences. Jobu attacks Evelyn. Evelyn blocks each of Jobu's blows as they flash, flash, flash through different scenarios. Judge Jobu grabs a gavel, swings it at lawyer Evelyn, who blocks it. The gavel is not flowers. Maybe you win in this universe, but in another, I beat you. They're dressed as Kung Fu warriors. Jobu lands several hits, but Evelyn pushes her away in jail. They charge each other, and right as they hit each other, they're swinging piadas again. Where are we? Tie. We. Oh. Or we just hang around. We tie or we eat creeps. A hand grabs Evelyn, Evelyn Pinata's head. Move Star Universe. Jobu holds Evelyn at, by the head and pushes her down at the path of oncoming car. This one actually doesn't make any sense. I see why they cut it because Joy is not supposed to exist in this universe, so. It kind of doesn't make sense that she's here. In the action universe, Jobu is holding Evelyn's head inches from the bagel. The bagel is finally where we find peace, Evelyn. Stop calling me Evelyn! Evelyn flexes her pinky, then flicks Jobu's hand away. Evelyn blocks Jobu's blows, turning them into a hug. I am your... Jobu breaks free, falls towards the bagel. Evelyn grabs her wrist. Mother! Alpha Gong Gong can't believe his eyes. Jobu is flustered for the first time. She squirms back to the bagel. With, a renowned with renewed strength, drags Evelyn towards it. Evelyn struggles with all her might. But it's not enough. Tornado-like winds pull them towards the bagel. Her feet slip inch by inch. In Chef Universe, Evelyn leaps off Chad and beckons him to get on her back. What are you doing? Actually, get on her shoulders. Get on! Chad jumps on her back. He pulls her hair and they are on their way. Evelyn screams as she pushes her body. In the hot dog universe, Evelyn and Deidre circle each other, continuing the mating ritual. Movie star, Evelyn tearfully pulls her heart out to Wayman, but we can't hear her words. In the action universe, suddenly Evelyn and Jobu stop moving. Two robot arms are wrapped around Evelyn's waist. What? It's Alpha Gong Gong pulling them away from the bagel as well. Evelyn can't believe her eyes. Girlfriend? Oh, bah. What? What did he say? 
Becky is tearing up. She doesn't need words to understand. Oh, That's beautiful. An action universe. Alpha Gong Gongs. And I can't believe I'm doing this. A bloody Wayman stumbles over and weakly tries to help as well. The whole family is trying to drag Jobu away. Seriously? I never play the music again. Sorry. Stop, Mom. Evelyn chases Joy to her car. Joy stops abruptly and turns. Tears in Joy's eyes stop Evelyn in her tracks. Wayman and everyone left watch from the laundry mat. Good for you. You're figuring your shit out. That's great. But I'm tired. I don't want to hurt anymore. For some reason, when I'm with you, it hurts both of us. So let's just go our separate ways. Please. Evelyn is taken aback. For the first time, she's truly seeing Joy's pain. But waits for her mom to say something. Okay. Trouble slips out of Evelyn's fingers. The family collapses onto the floor. Blackness of the bagel begins consuming Jobu. Jobu tips over. The edge and begins to tumble away from Evelyn Rock, who watches from the cliff's edge. Evelyn watches as her daughter walks towards her car. Watches little Joy runs away from her. Evelyn turns her back to Joy and begins to walk to the laundromat with her head down in shame. See, this is the part where I don't really like. You almost let her go. That's what That's what you kind of wanted. But then you you circle back around to saving her. You saved her, then circle back around. Uh, she doesn't want to be saved, then you go back to she is saved. That that's that's the problem I have. And I felt like it just padded the runtime a little too much. You could have just Made it a little quicker. That's that's all I feel like. Tears Joy open her car door. Wait! Joy turns one foot already in the car. But Evelyn doesn't know what to say. You're getting fat. What? And you never call me even though we're on a family plan, family plan and it's free. You only visit when you need something. You got a tattoo and I don't care if it's supposed to represent our family. You know I hate tattoos. Out of all the places I could be, why would I want to be here with you? You are right. It doesn't make sense. Evelyn, stop. That's enough. Let her finish. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe there's something out there. Some new discovery that'll make us feel like even smaller pieces of shit. Something that explains why even after seeing everything, giving up, you still went looking for me. Though, all this noise and why... No matter what, I still want to be here with you. Oh, I will always want to be here with you. Joy goes to her mom. Finally vulnerable. So. What? It's going to ignore everything else? It could be anything, anywhere. Why not go somewhere where your daughter is more than just this? Here... We'll get a few specks of time where 
any of this actually makes sense. Evelyn looks at the mess around her. We hear the sounds of the other universe swirling in. She grabs Joy's hands and the sound stops. Then I will cherish these few specks of time. Joy slowly nods her head and leans in closer to her mom. Evelyn closes her eyes and breathes in deep. As the music crescendos, Evelyn tries to let out all the other universes go. A giant chef plucks the noodles from the noodle universe. A giant chef hand plucks them from a spoon. Hold your breath. He throws them about to thread it through noodle sun. It's magical like flying. Fade to black. In the chef universe, Chad is riding Evelyn as they f as they catch up with the truck. Raccoonie watches them as in awe at the back window. Fade to black. Hot Dog Universe, Evelyn and Deidre open their mouths and lift up their beautiful floppy fingers to squirt their finger condiments. Ew, the ritual is almost complete. Fate to Black. Temple Universe, Bako Deidre pulls off her robes and swings open the temple exit doors. Light spills over her face. Fate to Black. That's not in the film. Action Universe, the final signs of Jobu swallowed by the Evelyn. Evelyn closes her eyes and focus on Evelyn's cerebral map just a few red dots. Fewer. In the opera universe, Evelyn and her father sing their hearts out to an empty room. She lets out a long, sustained note, causing the ground to rumble, fade to black. Rock universe. Evelyn comes rolling down the hill towards Jobu Rock. They're about to make contact, fade to black. Movie star universe, women is stoic. Evelyn waits for him to say something, anything. He begins to crack a smile, fade to black. In the action universe, Evelyn stands by the edge of the bagel. Suddenly, a hand reaches out. Evelyn grabs it. She pulls Jobu out, and they stumble away from the bagel. Jobu looks exhausted. She rests her head on her mother's shoulder. Fade to black. In the taxi's universe, Joy rests her head on her mother's shoulder here as well. She lets out a sigh, deep relief. The music stops. Everything is still. They're only here. In one universe, for now. Evelyn studies every little piece of the moment. The stray hairs coming from Joy's head flicker on the neon lights across the car's reflection. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna say, alright. The distant sound of highway like ocean waves. Evelyn sees Wayman and Becky tearfully watching from the laundromat entrance. The remaining guests are watching from inside. Oh god, now I feel so awkward. This is awkward, right? Joy pushes Evelyn away. They casually walk Together, back towards the laundromat. You still want to do your party? We can do whatever we want. Heyman hears this. Pulls out the signed divorce papers from his pocket. Looks them over and tears them up. Joy spots the karaoke machine on the ground. She picks up the microphone. Shakes the glass from them. In touch, you can play if you say, I'm always yours. Aww. Wayman turns on a TV and presses play. The lyrics, A Barbie Girl by Aqua, come on the screen from the opening. The remaining men from the Chinese church choir all begin to sing in harmony. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. It's a beautiful song reverberates around the room. Evelyn and Joy look at each other, mouth the final lines. 
It's good. Even if it's just for a tiny speck of time. Evelyn and Wayman sit at the table, lo loading papers and receipts into a file folder. We hear toilet flush and Joy steps into the room. We're definitely late now, guys. Joy, I know you could be a million other places right now. Thank you for coming. Joy rolls her eyes. She leaves with Wayman, leaving Evelyn alone for a moment. Title, part three, all at once. Becky drives up to the front of the entrance. The family climbs out. Thank you for the ride, Becky. Becky puts her car in gear, but Evelyn stops her. Becky, I need to grow my hair. This means the world to Becky. She rubs the shaved side of her head and smiles. I think she said she's getting fat. Anyway, Evelyn and Wayman walk down the hallway with Joy trailing, but behind them pushing Gong Gong. Wayman looks down at Evelyn's hand. She gets the courage to hold it. She looks at him, a bit unsure, then squeezes it back. They walk like that, holding hands toward the elevator. Joy heads to the bathroom. I gotta pee, hold on. I should go too. I'll hold your bag. He hands it to her, grateful, then turns away. Wait. Grabs his hand again and pulls him in. They kiss. It's sweet and a little awkward. A wall of triumphant music plays as Evelyn looks at her family. Gong Gong naps in a corner, while Joy idly scrolls through her phone. Wayman politely nods to Deidre, who chugs another protein shake. The saint-like ser serenity. Evelyn and Wayman hold hands, patiently wait as Deidre lists all their new infractions and thrums through a pile of red sticky notes. Evelyn, did you hear me? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Can you repeat the question? And cut the black. Title. Everything, everywhere, all at once, and we've done it, ladies and gentlemen. A very long f script, a very long episode, but we've done it. We got through everything, everywhere, all at once. My favorite film of 2022. Saw it on my birthday. Absolutely loved it. I've seen it six times. Absolutely fantastic. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm going to watch it again. You know, Mother's Day. It's a great, great Mother's Day film, kind of. But yeah, it is about a mother, it's about a daughter, it's about growing, learning yourself, being okay with your insecurities, with failure, giving up on dreams you had to do, learning to re-love people, not just your spouse, but your children. Oh, it's just beautiful and everything. Absolutely love it. It's my favorite film of the year, and it's probably one of my favorite films of all time. Quickly, quickly rant raised up to one of my favorite films of all time. I'm not sure if it is my favorite, but I absolutely love this, and it's very well deserved. Shit. Anyway, very well deserved to win all those awards best directing, best screenplay. And you see why. Best Supporting Actress, Jamie Lee Curtis. Best Supporting Actor, Kihi Kwan, of course. Best Actress, Michelle Yeoh. Best Film Editing. And what? Best Picture, that's what I forgot. Oh, Best Picture. Absolutely deserved. Honestly, 
I I thought it wasn't gonna win. I thought it wasn't gonna win. But it did, and I'm very happy it did, and I'm very, very excited to see what's next for the Daniels. What's next for Michelle Yo? What's next for Stephanie Shoes? Kiki Kwan. They do have a thing on Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus on Born Chinese, something like that. Uh, Michelle Yo. I did see a trailer. She's a Hold on. She's in the new Transformers movie? <laughs> I know nothing about that movie. Okay, it's not. Alright. She is in it. Haunting in Venice. That's what that's the trailer I saw. Oh yeah, I forgot she's in Avatar. I believe she's in No, she's not. Okay. I thought she was in um Avatar 2. She's in Guardians Volume 2? Oh, fuck. I don't... I don't remember Guardians at all. But once again, fucking hilarious. In two different Marvel movies. That and Shang-Chi. But thank you guys all for watching. Everything, everywhere, all at once. If you read the script, please go watch the movie. It's a fantastic time a beautiful time oh, i absolutely love it i'm gonna watch it again soon very soon oh. shout out to everybody everywhere all at once shout out to you michelle and if you guys did enjoy everything everywhere all at once you enjoy me reading scripts check out my other scripts that i've read I read others like, eh, kind of Spider-Man. I read Tick, Tick, Boom, Easy A, um, Coda, Moonlight. These are just things that coming off the top of my head. There's other ones that I'm, I'm probably forgetting. La La Land. I'm looking at my steel books. I didn't read any of those yet. Yet. We'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. I think. What do I have planned for my next one? I have it on here. Ooh. I think I'm going to have a special guest on my next one. May 20th. Join me live on Twitch. Or you can follow me on social medias. Follow me on. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Follow me on Spotify and all the good stuff. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. And you can keep up with these podcasts, these script readings. I am uh, quite happy with how these are turning out. These are doing really well for some reason. Will Gluck movies do fucking fantastic on my my channel. I don't know why. But hey. I digress. For some reason... They are absolutely fantastic. Hey, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. If you guys would like to keep watching, keep watching. But I am going to head out, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out. We'll be back with more. Rescribed very soon. We'll be back with... I don't want to spoil what it is. But I think my next 
Rescribed will be a comedy by one of my favorite directors. You'll see that very soon. But now, I'm going to head out. I'll see you guys when I see you. Oh, perfect. And everything all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Song is playing. Now, I'm going to head out. I'll see you guys when I see you. Peace. Remember what I said then? Cause now we rockin'